to the Paranormies. I'm your host, Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by the one and only Alt Skull. What's up, dude? Hey, hey, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Yes, it's just me and you, bro. Cool. That's uh, first time, actually, weirdly. First time, yeah, ever. I mean, we've always had at least at least somebody hanging out with us when we, we hang out. Um, but I guess somehow this does, this, this proves that we're, we're not uh, the same person. Well, I mean, allegedly, someone allegedly. else would, listening would be like, oh, he's just actually acting and he's using two mics. <laughs> it's like if they find out you're trans, it's like, no, no, he's definitely, I don't care if he's got a big beard and a giant brow ridge and long index or ring finger. He's definitely, I saw his gate in one picture. Right. Oh, my God. I saw the gate. The gate. Oh, Jesus. Let me start on the gate. I've been noticing, well, we have these very reflective windows at the job, right? They put in the, um, the glass on the outside of the building and they're really really reflective so like anytime you walk by you can see yourself so i've been as i walk towards the building i've been analyzing my gate every time and <laughs> and i've tried to leonardo dicaprio it up a little bit you know you know what i'm talking you know what i'm talking about where he's like doing the whole like oh, flip. Yeah. yeah they keep on trucking remember that old remember that guy swing, swing the hips yeah, yeah, yeah i can't do it i literally yeah. cannot do it i've tried i've i've crushed my balls a couple of times i've almost fallen down my tool partner is like what the hell are you doing He's like, what are you doing? I said, yeah. I'm trying. I'm just trying something. He's like, what? Are you trying to walk like a girl? I'm like, no, may- maybe. No, not really. Possibly. I'm just. I'm the just first- making making sure my gait is is good. <laughs> the first time I questioned it is I was at this amusement park with my kids and my wife, and we were walking down a set of stairs from this monorail, and I watched my wife walking down the stairs, and she just had the straight up um, nutcracker, one leg in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Not in front of the other, rather one leg straight out and one leg straight out going down the stairs. And I was like, if anyone on the Internet or one of those people on the Internet saw that, they'd be like, his wife is a tranny. And it's like this. So then I tried the opposite one where, yeah, you did <laughs> one foot in front of the other. I was like, no, no, you can't do this when you're a guy. Like, it just doesn't work. Just, some, yeah. some women can do it. But for dudes, it definitely doesn't. Work. I don't know if that's a Japanese thing. Or what? Because I, you know, I don't really have the ability to analyze gates outside of Japanese people too often. But there are a lot of um, Japanese women who do have the like the the little peach ass where they it goes back and forth and they put one leg in front of the other. But there's others. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, they walk like the Nutcracker. Yeah, the the dip dip dip. Yeah, it's yeah. odd. Toy soldier walk. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who knows, dude? There could be. If you believe, like some of our friends, there are secret trannies literally everywhere, including your, like the high school you went to, you know, 
and your job right now? Well, I was thinking about it. Like confirmation bias is always going to give you whatever answer it is you're looking for. So it's like, uh, there's way more than I thought there were. It's like, okay, <laughs> I guess. I mean, sure, that's possible. I, I, I can say for a fact, though, that I know that my wife is female. Yes, 100%. Yes, mine has mine has birthed two of my own, my, my children. So therefore, yes. female. Yeah, correct. Yep. I mean, if she's male, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. There's something wrong with everybody. If, if, that, if that's male, then there's something wrong with everybody's anatomy book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Like it's it's like now I'm analyzing guys. Like I'll see guys at work whose eyes are a little too close together, and I'm like, okay, looking for a flat brow ridge. Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> bro. I'm gonna need you to see your clavicles. Let me. Can you hold your hand up? Hold me. Hold your hand up, bro. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that at work. But um, there is one. There is one guy who's younger, and he's got like the the um the trans. He's got like the trans man beard going right and yeah. he's he's a little he's uh a little, a little full in the lower part of his, of his of his anatomy and a little little lighter in the top part like shoulders you know hips wider than the shoulders and um well, i'm the, like the thing is here's the thing and people need to really i like i think this is something that gets left out of the equation a lot that's extremely important is that the diet the modern diet mm-hmm. like i just shared something on my channel yesterday from um, I can't remember if it was Germ Warfare or Leaky Vax, but about bottled water and that like one sip of bottled water, I think it's 3.75 milliliters of bottled water, has enough all sorts of chemical shit in it to reduce estrogen by 60% and testosterone by 90%. And just this insane study that was done in 2013. And yeah. that's just one vector, right? A single vector is just bottled water, and then you've got all the foods, and you've got whatever they're spraying in the sky, mm-hmm. and they've got the genetically modified animals that you're eating, and who knows what else that you're getting from all over the place. And so the androgyne agenda is about a whole lot more than just like cutting somebody's wiener off and then stripping the skin or of a arm and making a wiener out of it or something like that. No, they're that's... literally transforming people into the other gender chemically. Exactly, and so. So a lot of the changes that we see when you see this estrogenic fat deposits and weird patchy beards and uh, women with big giant shovel jaws and broad shoulders and stuff, that's because they've experienced a lifetime of chemical uh, transitioning that was voluntary or involuntary, mostly involuntary. And so some of the people that we see like that, like it, you're not going to get these big giant pelvises and stuff, but you are going to ex- like see certain markers that are different than they should be naturally. Yeah, it's and it's weird because you see them all over the place now. And again, it's not secret trannies everywhere. It's that multiple hydra vector, um, you know, of of attack that we've had on us in the West as far as not just our diet, but every like you said, everything. It's the stuff they spray in the sky. It's the stuff that's in your water. Uh, and it, it's not just some of the stuff that's in your water. You, you're amazed to see what's in you know, arsenic, atrazine, uh, phytoestrogens, xenestrogens, uh, uh, phthalates, all kinds of all kinds of microplastics. Like, it's ridiculous, right? Um, and that's yep. just the water. That's just the water. Like you said, it's not just the, the water. It's the genetically modified food. It's the vaccines. It's the 5G radiation. It's the um, it's the 
it's everything and and it on top of its modern society it's it's the uh having to be inside all the time cramped in a cubicle forced to hunch over a, a screen instead of being out in nature uh it's all that kind of stuff have you seen the the, the picture it's like um what office workers will look like in 2040 one of those and it was just a i mean it was gross do you remember that at all? Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, but I know what you're talking about. They just did one rec- recently about what home workers are going to like, what work from home people are going to look like in 2040. And it's like, imagine if Quasimodo were slightly more effeminate. Right, right. Okay, yeah. yeah and that's what they're doing. Joker. And you can see, yeah. you can look at I just saw the other day, I don't know if it was in the Institute of Male Supremacy. Shout out to Max Danger. Um, and his channel. channel, it's a great channel. Uh, big respecters of the paranormies over there. Yes. Uh, but he showed, I was, uh, it was an infographic of the male body, the male physique from the 1950s every 10 years, you know, every decade on down. And it went yeah. up through like 2040 and they get smaller and more effeminate. And by like 2040, 2050, they're going to be female, basically. Yeah, yeah right. Or, and that's the plan. Or uh, some sort of um, hybrid hermaphroditic thing that the the penis is shrinking, the clitoris is enlarging, the entire body shapes changing another thing is that females when they engage in sexual activity earlier and earlier they actually undergo uh, a form of male puberty and uh, i don't know what that is if that's a defense mechanism and or like some sort of biological defense mechanism because they're getting raped uh like their their body senses itself getting raped by an invading tribe or something like that and they need to be bigger because they don't have a man protecting them i think that's the the uh the, the hype what it was the hypothesis as to mm-hmm. why that happens and it does make a little bit of sense uh, not that i believe in evolution but biologically that does make sense but well, that's, that's another ev- one like, well it's not evolution what they're doing right now it's it's devolution actually yeah. and yeah. it's it's uh alchemy and transhumanism and all kinds of other nasty things all rolled into one it's definitely not evolution no this is not your final form you know i mean pokemon got better and bigger these people are getting weaker and softer and well the women are turning into the, the big giant gorilla beasts but yeah oh yeah well yeah and then you have right and again you know and it's the the shovel headed the shovel jawed women like you like you so eloquently put it a little bit ago they're all over hollywood for some reason now that's right. not and that, and that's not because they're women with shovel jaws that's likely because they're they're possibly trannies now and again with the everybody on tv is a tranny or everybody in the movies is a tranny thing they don't necessarily have to be that either this is a really messed up part but um none of you actually know any entertainers like literally you don't i don't care you, you, you don't you didn't grow up with puffy you didn't grow you know, none of you guys like you don't know where these people actually come from these people are inserted into people's lives they're put into schools and stuff these are their actors from the day that they're born we don't even know that these are the same species as humans like who the fuck knows honestly at this point right yeah i, I kind of suspect that there's a group of these people who are not the same thing as you and i at, at all mm. who who would believe that for example bill gates is the same thing as you and i like that weird psychopathic estrogenic creature that's up there waving his hands all over the place like that doesn't seem like the same kind of human as you and i are and it doesn't at all and all these like if you look at uh like the females in hollywood or in entertainment in general there is it's like what like five phenotypes maybe six phenotypes and they all all look the same you know literally there's the one i don't remember which one it was but it's the margot robbie phenotype right 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 there's like six pictures of the same woman i mean allegedly yeah right right 
No, and that's one, and that's one that uh, I I would definitely say could be a an actual tranny tranny, like a a, a real dude trying to pass, because that thing's got male pattern baldness. Like I, <laughs> like Chandler but, um, from Friends. Chandler on Friends didn't have male pattern baldness this bad, you know. The the most recent pictures of Margot Robbie from the Barbie. Um, I don't know what it was. Some the premiere after, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Premiere or whatever it was. We're really like, you, you look at that and you're like, if you think that looks like a typical female that was born biologically female, then I, I don't think, I think your discernment needs a little bit of work because mm. uh, bro, that looks like a, that looks like a dude. It does. And I don't understand. I can't understand that the cognitive dissonance where people are like, Oh, that's hot. She's so hot. What's the one. Uh, anime Evan loves in our chat the um the one female mm. that he won't give up the one from um Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about the, 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 the ant the ant uh the hologram girl. Mm-hmm, the hologram girl. That's but it's but it's not a girl though. This is not like yeah. it might be, but I mean like it might be a girl of that other species, whatever Hollywood species is. Mm. But those I, people... but I do think that that that's like a really key thing that we need to like. Okay, the people who are really crazy and i do think that they're a little bit crazy about the trannies it's like there's trannies everywhere and i didn't realize that like everybody in my high school glee club was also a tranny and they're like bro calm down yeah those those guys have already reached a conclusion and there's no changing their minds about hold on real quick let's be honest those are mostly women oh yeah they're dude they're almost all women yeah there's a couple of dudes but they're almost all women there is a couple of dudes and as far as the couple of dudes burb we're looking at you (laughs) <laughs> uh, Nicholas too the, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. newer guy in our chat Battlebot <laughs> Battlebot Battle occasionally needs to be settled down needs a little little little, little spray with the WD-40 settle yeah. down back in your corner right. but, um, <laughs> but the problem just, it's a problem because um, that means that you're shutting off all other possibilities and we mm-hmm. don't know what kind of world we live in just like you said we don't we didn't grow up with these people we don't we're not in that society I have a personal theory uh hypothesis sorry i always use the word theory wrong. personal hypothesis that crisis actors are actually like outside of society like they don't exist with the rest of us so you're never gonna meet like oh you're the guy from the sandy hook thing it's like no no, no. they're in a completely controlled environment and being that as such i don't know if they're the same thing as you and i are too we don't have any access to like um are they some sort of a hybrid creature are they born and then raised in a certain way uh, so that they're just MK ultraed into being these robotic creatures that are going to do whatever they want. And so the same thing with these uh, Hollywood trannies or whatever they are, it's like, we don't know that they're the same species as us. And especially because this thing has been going on for literally thousands of years, like imagine how much the androgyne agenda priests could have gotten done in that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, man. And we, we don't know what history is. I'm at the point with history right now where um, we've probably been living in whatever this society is for God knows how long, and they just occasionally reset the populations and um, just keep lying to the, new, to the new populations they bring in about what their history is or was. Yeah. You know, so and How are we going to check? We can't. For the most part. We can't. Yeah. Now, I mean, now, now you get guys that are like, hey, uh, what's the best... What's 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 the best search engine? What do you guys use for a good search engine, you guys? I got some stuff I got to look up. 
What do you like, Brave? Yeah. Yandex? Is Yandex any good? Yeah. No, none of those next- are any good because those are all... There's only so many data farms. Uh, Google owns most of them. Uh, Amazon owns probably most of the rest. Uh, and you're not going to get, you, you know, all this data unless you have the actual hard copies of the books or have, you know, gotten copies of the PDFs yourself. Uh, good luck getting that information from for a lot of this stuff. These these old these old books that people like, say, Jason from Archaics is always talking about these old books that he has. Right. Um, speaking of uh, the, the bird has landed in, in the P.O. box. Oh, good. Finally, yeah. it's yeah, That's but it's funny. in the PO box, which is not with me. So That's fine. As, as long as it's there, it's I'm there. Fine. Yes, we no. Yes, thank you, Archaics and crew. Much appreciate, mucho appreciado. Uh, awesome. That's my best Spanish, by the way, guys. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> still better than dogbots. Like, what is it? Gohira? God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the Spanish pronunciation of the Japanese word. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like it's it's like a double. What the fuck, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 like uh, that is as I'm not learning Spanish as much as Native American is to New Englanders. You know what I mean? New, right. Native American meaning we're not 1900s immigrants. Yeah. Yeah. When I learned, when I learned, that's what that meant, and that's what I we we figured out. That's what my grandmother finally meant when she said we had Native American in us because like her family, my grandmother's family was like one of those original fur trapping families up in Nova Scotia in like 1702 or whatever. Right. And, um, they would have encountered the actual natives, I guess. But, uh, when we got the 23 and me's back, there was 0.0% native American. Native American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Graham, but we know what you, we knew, we know what you meant and it was a little bit racist. That's okay. <laughs> the, uh, speaking of the search engines as well, like we're not even at the end of the final iteration of that one because the new what what what's coming is there's going to be chat gpt gives you the one answer to yes. everything that you've been looking for and here's the thing chat gpt as a search engine when you want to find information is so much more convenient and streamlined than google or any other search engine that i've been i've already fallen into the trap i mean what are you going to do right like a trap is a it's a trap but then it's like okay i'm looking for a certain uh set of information for example like how to best put nitrogen into my soil right mm. if i go to google i'm gonna get 50 different results in the first few pages the first three or four are gonna be advertisements and then the next 15 below that are gonna be some article where i have to read through six or seven paragraphs of fluff that's trying to get me to look at every single advertisement that's running along the side before I can maybe get to the information that I was looking for. And I still don't know if that's the information I really want. Whereas if I ask ChatGPT a really specific question with um, like understanding like the kind of uh, pitfalls that I'm liable to encounter when I'm asking questions, then I can get the exact answer that I want. But the danger in that is now they're setting it up to where everybody's going to go, this is so convenient. This is so great. You can just ask this thing and it gives you the exact answer. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, now every single question that you ask is going to have one answer and there's going to be no nuance. And you can already see people in the modern world. It's like, well, you don't know that. Just Google it. Oh, just Google it. <laughs> but yeah, right. I Googled something. and They told me we went to the moon. <laughs> That's not even yeah, a place weird. you can Weird how that, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like the if I Google things half of what i google about the nature of reality is complete nonsense and it's 
put up there as fact. And so it's like how much of uh, the other stuff that I'm looking for is going to be controlled and manipulated. And even if it's like just slightly different, it's in a, it's set up in a way to move the herd of all the people that they want to move all over the place in a certain direction. And right. it's brilliant at that. It's, it, it really is. It's amazing. They've gotten everybody with it. Yep. I'm going to uh, just start rolling through some of these pictures uh, while we're talking. Um, but earlier, um, yeah, looking looking stuff up on Google is not how you find out anything. Anything yeah. real. Um, especially considering the uh, the dead internet theory, which we've discussed a little bit. We haven't had a chance to get into it really in depth on the show, but... Um, if you've ever Googled something and it'll tell you, what is it? Like you've seen that video where they talk about the, uh, and I've done that. I've done that myself where you can look up results and it'll tell you there's like 1.5 million results within 20, you know, 2.2 seconds or whatever it is. Right. And right. you start scrolling down and it's like, well, Google has filtered out all the duplicates or whatever. And it's like 50, 50 links. And then you look in those 50 links are only like 12 links. There's yeah. Really the first 15 are like the UN or the mm -hmm. WHO or whatever yeah. the official source is, right, it, for whatever it is. It just seems to me that there's not really all that much internet to the internet anymore. No, absolutely not. Especially, like, when we were, like, first getting on the internet in the 90s and uh, there were message boards and all the, geo like, the remember the GeoCities uh, oh, yeah, website? Yeah. That, was the, that was the cool thing where I was looking up Titanic uh, stuff because somebody put this link to a Titanic website. Mm -hmm. And it was this Dinosaur GeoCities website with uh, the old HTML format oh, wow. and, uh, like, the little banners and the stuff. Like, if you see it, you're going to say, oh, yeah, that's, like, I, I remember what that was like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Those didn't even know those existed anymore. It was GeoSites, right? Not GeoCities. 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 It was Geocities. I don't remember. Yeah. Dude, it was that's the old internet when it was like Yeah, I built Man. a I built a web page one time about Jim Morrison because I was really into Jim Morrison. Oh boy. Yeah. The doors. <laughs> Jim I watched Rush the Doors movie and I was hooked, man. Was Rush like, Limbaugh. This, yeah. this guy's cool. Rush Limbaugh's freaking cool. That's actually Val Kilmer's best movie, and it's not. It's he does really good in it. He really Batman. became Jim Morrison in it. I, I really enjoyed that movie. He I became Jim Morrison. Movie. He did not become Batman. Right. No. 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 He did not become Batman. <laughs> <laughs> worst Batman. I don't know. George Clooney was probably worst Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still. I mean, I'm very, very partial to um, uh, Michael Keaton. Honestly, just because. And maybe this might be this might be, you know, like nostalgia and whatever member berries. But like I remember waiting in line with my my neighbor kids, uh, my neighbor friends and all my skateboarding buddies. And we all had our skateboards and I had my brand new Tony Hawk uh, birdhouse with the skull. And I had my grip tape done up with Batman, the Batman logo on the deck. And I was wearing a Batman shirt and we waited for three and a half hours to get into the first uh playing of batman yeah i ordered the batman logo shirt from the like the booklet that you got when you went to watch the movie and yep. you got like all the merchandise that was yep. in there it was like one of the first movies where they had all the merchandise in these little catalogs and i was so proud of that batman shirt that batman logo shirt. <laughs> retrospect it's so dorky but i remember how, were you in like seventh grade something like that yeah it was around that time i would have been yeah, like I think ninth was, or tenth yeah yeah, yeah, I like like, yeah. so yeah I, yeah dude it was, it was like that was one of those things that 
you'll never we rode our we we rode our skateboards like all the way up to the to the movie theater stuff you can't do anymore you know not anymore. You'll, right. get, you'll get gay raped or something or shot or run over or mm-hmm. chemtrailed to death or something right, right. <laughs> but uh raped by a pack of angry migrants or the police will stop you one or the other oh yeah well well the police would stop us back then this was in the 80s dude right and we, skateboarding was still a crime back then. Like public yeah. skateboarding was still a crime. We had we had places we were allowed to skate. My buddy, uh, my buddy Kelly had a half pipe we built in his backyard. Um, but other than that, nobody had you know n- nobody skated. There was not a lot of street skating because the cops would still fuck with you. Right. But anyways, yeah, so that was you know that was that was way back then. But that's my favorite. I think the, that's nostalgia talking on that one. But um, you know what I always had a problem with. This is the terrible segue. Uh, the whole the whole point of um, shooting stuff off into space. There's always I yep. always when I was a kid I always wondered why there was such a a low arch to everything that took off. Did you ever wonder that? Like what, what kind of stuff? I don't think I thought too hard about it back then. I was I, I believed the whole space thing. Well, when I was a kid, it was only later. That I was like, wow, none of this makes any sense. Because we used to shoot rockets up, right? We, we did. We I actually bought all the testers' rockets. I had the Apollo Five, or whatever it was the, uh, the Saturn Five, Apollo uh, was it Eleven? They went the first one to the moon. Was the Apollo Eleven? Apollo Eleven was the first one. But yeah, man, this, the man they yeah. got out. Yeah, so the the did. big the big three stage Saturn five testers thing was like 40 bucks back then. It was, that was a lot of money uh, for a model. I had that one and I had this space shuttle and I had a whole bunch of the, like the V, the V twos and like, you know, the, the German replicas and whatever, and a bunch of the regular ones. And we shot those up. They went straight up and they went up, 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 up. And then they just kind of petered out and died. Right. I'm yep. like, well, that's what happens. You know, that's when it runs out of gas. It's, that's what happens. It must have not been enough gas to get out, you know, to escape the Earth's atmosphere or whatever. And but then whenever I'd see anything on TV or in um, when we would watch the space shuttles and stuff, everything kind of went up and it went at an angle. It was always at an angle. I was like, why? Is, it doesn't seem right to me. It just never seemed right to me. And now I know why. Yeah. If you look <laughs> at the arc now, it, it's a ridiculous arc. It's like just it, it's like a total parabola that just goes up and then obviously since they launch them from florida they go up and then they go down into the bermuda triangle <laughs> then, oh they go down but, speaking of the triangle it's right here on the uh right here on the screen right now yeah, there it is yeah, there mm-hmm. it is uh which is exactly like the dragon's triangle in the south china sea in between japan is that the south china sea between the philippines and japan is that what that is is that the East I don't. China yeah, China? I think so. Yeah, the East China Sea and the Philippine Sea. Excuse me, it's the East China Sea and the Philippine Sea, and it's exactly weird how it's shaped. Exactly. There we go. It's a better picture. Exactly yep. like the Devil's Triangle, which is the Bermuda Triangle, in the Atlantic Ocean, which goes. From they they even show the little path of the rocket arch. <laughs> yep. Which in uh, in in Japan or in China, it's the Taiwan Satellite Launch Center for China. It's where they launch all their stuff. And in uh, in Russia, it's the Vostochoy Cosmodrome, which is uh, you know where they launch their stuff. For and they all, strangely enough, head towards the Dragon's Triangle, where they get lost in the ionosphere. Apparently, yeah. Right. <laughs> but weird, it, just weird how nature do that. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, in case anybody's wondering why why we're starting to talk about this stuff, uh, there's there's a certain streamer. 
who decided to uh, venture out of his of his lane that he's normally very good at and decided to just go all in on um, on flat earth. And we just we just we couldn't we couldn't let that go. <laughs> we can't let people be wrong on the Internet. Yeah. Well, especially when they're so rudely, haughtily, boldly wrong mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. something that they clearly have never looked into. Right. And then um, when you challenge them to get like, OK, well, let's talk about this. So you're, you're welcome to come on our stream or we can go on yours and you can defend this. And uh, immediately it's like, well, <laughs> Well, un- unless you have a perfect working model with all the bells and whistles, then I'm not going to deign to come down and discuss this with you. It's like, <laughs> that should be easy, shouldn't it? I mean, if you think that our model is so ridiculous, then you ought to be able to blow it out of the water. But right. for some reason, these guys never want to actually talk about the, um, yeah, and and we don't even claim a model. No, and that's the thing is nobody's ever claimed a model because we don't we don't like the model. We don't we don't like the no. flat earth model because it, does, it there's a lot of things on the flat earth models that don't make sense, which I think is actually part of the operation is that yeah. it's not supposed to. And that's part of what leads me to believe that this is some sort of a created simulation and a fluid simulation that it can in as much as you can have two people who so vehemently believe it's flat. It's a ball. And they both have evidence of each, but even though the ball people don't really have evidence, but um, <laughs> they, they claim all this evidence. And then they, the only thing they have Erastrathenes or whatever, you know, it's like, come on guy. You know, yeah. The, here's the problem with Eratosthenes. And so this is, is that how you say it? Eratosthenes. Is Damn it. I've been sad. All right. Eratosthenes. Yeah. I'll what say what is right the one me. that most people say? Erast. Yeah, Aristophanes. Aristophanes is what most people say. It's Eratosthenes. Eratosthenes. Okay. Yeah, and it actually drives me crazy when a flat earther gets it wrong because then the globe earther will be like, "Oh, you don't even know how to pronounce his name." No, that's the other thing. Therefore, therefore, globe Earth real. Which is what is that called right there when they do that? That is called which logical fallacy is that? I forgot. Is that a that's begging the question, right? Begging the question is when you assume something and then and then shoehorn that into you, yeah you it assume is. a truth <clears throat> when you assume something is true you're like well because this is true therefore da 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 but when you when yeah. you do that that's uh, um I think that's more of an appeal to ridicule when you when, oh you made a mistake right yeah. there's probably a specific word for whatever that logical fallacy there's so is. many logical fallacies and these people use them all all the time it's hard to just keep them like I can only throw out so many you know. That's an ad hom. That's well, a straw man. That's here's a, the know. thing about uh, Eratosthenes mm-hmm. is that his so-called experiment where he went 500 miles and he measured the sun and the sticks in the ground and the shadows and the way that that all worked. There's two major problems with that, right? And already immediately, I see this meme going around right now that it wasn't going around the way it was before, where everybody's repeating the same thing. So obviously, this is something that they want repeated. Mm. It's that, well, the Greeks knew... That it was spheres. The Greeks knew. And right. when they say the Greeks knew, it's the Eratosthenes is the... They probably don't even know who Eratosthenes is, but they're just like, the Greeks knew. Because I'm fucking repeating They've seen the I've picture. They've seen the picture of the sticks. And they're like, yeah. that's the Greeks. And, that, okay. and then when they the say that... Uh, okay, I'm just good. I'm sorry. Here's the problem with the sticks. First, just like we said, begging the question, Fossey. So you're assuming that the sticks are measuring something that's 93 million miles away and that's uh, that we're going around, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, clearly... There's the lines are slanted, and so that means that it's curved because the ball in the sky has to be 93 million miles away. But that all goes out the window if 
the ball in the sky is small and local. And if that's the case, then the sticks do the same thing in the ground with the shadows. But the other problem with that is this is seen as this definitive proof of uh, globe Earth, that the Earth is a globe, right? And that you can measure whatever it is that you're looking at with the sticks in the ground. But that's the mm-hmm. problem is if you have a ball, like if this is a ball, then you can't measure any of that shit because you're getting a uh, you, you're taking these elevation angles and you're getting them from a curved baseline. So it, it doesn't even work. You can't yeah. measure that. There's no measuring a fucking triangle with a curved baseline. You you can't do it. So all the whole science goes out the window at that point. You can't measure any of it. it doesn't prove anything. It's just based on this massive begging the question fallacy of the sun being 93 million miles away and being this big giant gas ball in the sky that happens to be um, the gas that it's made of is sticking together because gravity, which is just like a, a completely different thing. It right. doesn't make any sense either. Um, <laughs> Jesus, there's so much hmm. stupid. There's so, there's so, the, here's the thing that frustrates me the most. Every single time a flat earther comes, uh, sorry, a globe earther comes in to one of our chats and it's like, well, you need to explain this. This doesn't to. make any sense. And it's like, okay, that's fine. I'll give you that, right? So I will concede that, okay, here's one that I'll give the globe earthers that I don't like about the flat earth model, the pizza pie model that Mm -hmm. everybody um, uses. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about what we don't like about. Okay, so the sun and the moon going around a little pizza pie model. And when the sun is in the, I can't remember which was Tropic of Capricorn, Tropic of Cancer, but one of them is further away, one of them is closer and the way the sun works is when it's summer, the northern hemisphere is the center, and the sun will go in the circle, uh, the inner circle. And the furthest it goes in is whichever of those tropics. I think it's Cancer is the inner northern circle. And then winter, the sun will move out toward the southern. Uh, south is away from north, so it's anything, any direction away from center. And by the way, this is why like anything that works on a globe also works on a flat earth map. Like so that you guys, when you're like, oh, well, you just go west and you're going to hit the ice wall. It's like, no, that's not how it works. You're just going in a circle either way. If you're on a globe, you're on a flat earth map. You're still going in a circle. West is a circle. East is a circle. So the sun goes out and oh, there's a picture of it. So I was right. Tropic of Cancer is the inner one. Tropic of Cancer is towards the outer ring. That would be the limit of the length the sun can go right toward that outer ring. And so December 21st is uh, the winter solstice. That's the limit of how far it goes. And then, uh, what is it, August? It says August 29th. That doesn't sound right. Uh, June 21st. June 21st is the peak of summer. That's the summer uh, solstice. And then the equinoxes are in the middle there, right? Okay, here's the problem I have. That does make a lot of sense. And if you have a small local sun, you're going to get daylight at these areas and stuff. Like the sun's only covering a certain part at a certain time. But here's the problem. When you go out like really far, the sun has to go in a really big circle. Okay. So it's either going to have to go faster or it's going to have to get bigger or something because it's not going to be able to provide as much sunlight to the outer ring as the inner ring. All right. So if it's in the small inner ring, it's easy to provide much sunlight to every area around the part that it's circling. But once you get out to the outside, most of the winter area would, or sorry, winter, most of the southern area would be in the dark most of the time, unless the sun's doing some crazy shit. And I've mm-hmm. never been able to like find anybody who adequately explains how that works. Now, I don't care because the globe has so many more problems than this. Like, 
thousands more problems than this but that's one right. thing that right I will, i'll concede that i'm happy you concede that because i'm just like looking at something going yeah it's, i don't know that doesn't seem like it works mm. but that doesn't mean that they're that we're on a spinning ball with gas stuck to it and water no and there's another thing that like i don't these guys come at us with well here's a hundred questions that i need you to answer before i even debate you blah, 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 the specific list of questions and i'm just like i only have two proof curves and gas pressure without a container those are the only yeah. two things i want to know this is yep. really easy really easy eight inches per mile squared right you guys don't even know it like that's the other thing is most people that are into the flat earth debate in general are oftentimes more educated on uh the globe earth position than the globe earthers themselves absolutely and and they get mad that oh yeah you don't know anything you guys are just let me just pull up my twitter real quick let me let me i'm gonna get i'm gonna pull up our twitter pull up the paranormies twitter x elon gonna give you x Hmm. and all my all my notifications are all about flat earth for some reason i don't know why uh somebody's (laughs) saying killstream ralph if you're listening i will debate we will i will debate uh what, what Captain Blackpill? No, no, it's Blackpill. I know that. It's Devin Stack. He's he's the uh, he's the the cactus nerd out in the desert, right? Isn't it him and John Levi out there in like side by side homesteads or something? Are they right next to each other? No, I don't know, dude. I'm just he's he's doing the whole like uh, super intellectual loner off into the you know off grid, get away from everybody, you know, save yourself kind of thing, right? Mm. Yeah, real leader, real real leadership type qualities, you know. But anyway, um, yeah, so what I said earlier is, you know, I, I, I told him, I said, you seem to be quite ignorant on this pancake earth thing. And yet you seem to know so much about it, though. Challenge you to a debate on this anytime within reason and anywhere you like. Also, within reason, I do have a job. Um, but these let me find um, some of these replies that people light is bent. Here's one. Light is bent by gravity and refracted by the atmosphere. Since Earth has both, we would expect to see it slightly around the curve. Okay, I can answer this right away. Go right ahead. There is an image. Uh, you want to go into the content chat real quick and grab the image of the black swan? In the content channel? Yeah, the cha- the channel thing, the content thing. Uh, Where we dump all the pictures? Right one? there. Yeah. So well, click I, that image. Bye bye, ball. Let me pull it up. I'll, I'll just pull it up on the. I have that in the uh, in the. In the, what do you call oh, it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me find that one. That one is in here. I, I put that later, so I don't know if you put it in there or not. You put it later? Oh, okay. I, put it this, I just put it like right before I jumped on the stream. Oh, okay. So I probably did. It'll Possibly be at the bottom, if anything. It's, yeah, I don't see it in there. It's not there. All right. So I'll just pull it up this way. And I have to draw. I have to pull them into, the, <clears throat> into here so people can okay. see them on the stream. So give me just a oh, second that's cool. to pull up. And there they go. I'll do this one. Bye bye, ball. Okay, so take a look at this image, and this is the famous black swan image. And the black swan shows two oil derricks, and the oil derricks are six point two one miles and nine point four one miles. In the one image, there's different images of this. Many people have taken this image uh, a lot of different times. Okay, and if you look at the image here, you can see how the the crane parts of it are kind of like wavy and stuff. That is refraction. There is atmospheric refraction. Where atmospheric Absolutely, refraction yeah. does exist. Yeah. But the problem is it's not the like uh, get out of jail free card that globe tards think it is. So if the earth is a sphere, then every distance 
from the observer to the horizon must be no more than 1.25 times the square root of the observer's height in feet. And the observer height in this image is, is given at five feet, but it's actually one foot off the ground, right? So you only should be able to see a little over a mile to the image, okay? With that, that's the spherical hmm. ball earth ge um, math geometry, okay? And so when people are like, well, how are you going to see the curve? Dude? You don't realize how big the earth is. Okay, no, it doesn't matter how big the earth is. There's math to how far you should be able to see the leading sphere edge of a horizon. And you use the math. And if you can see beyond that, you see too far, period. That's okay? it. That's... And then their, so their counter to that is refraction, refraction, quack, quack. I'm going to, I'm going to squawk the answer that's been given to me because I'm not actually going to think about this or try to figure it out for myself. But here's the problem. Refra they want to say refraction. They want to say that it's just bending the light. It's pulling it over the curve. Never mind that this is literally, if you look at this platform habitat, 9.41 miles is almost 10 miles, almost 10 times as far as you should be able to see. But let's, we'll be fair. Well, even if, even if you go by the, was it the max distance of the geometric horizon? There's right. 2.73 Even if we do that, it's it's little under five times the amount. Right. So that's, so, that's, that's, that's really five far. times. Yeah, it's really, really, really far. We see too far. Yeah. And here's the big problem that the ball people have that they can't get around. They cannot get around this problem. In the photo... And this is not the only photo like this that exists, but in this photo, and it's been repeated with different photos, the horizon is visible behind the oil derricks. Mm. Behind. How does that work? So what they're saying is that light is pulling objects in front of obstacles. It's impossible. Sorry, but your refraction argument doesn't work for this at all. And... Here's the other thing. If refraction is a thing, then they never could have measured the radius of the Earth to begin with because it'd be a different distance, every single atmospheric condition. And they never could have gotten an accurate measurement or, of what the radius was. This was, um, I forget the guy's name, uh, some Arabian guy. I measured it from a mountain. I'll, I'll remember it in a little bit. But uh, they never could have measured it in the first place. And that means all globe science goes out the window mm. if, they, if refraction is their answer. So it doesn't work. Sorry, guys. Uh, we see too far. We see way, 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 way too far. In mm -hmm. fact, if the Earth is, let's say, let's there's the horizon, and it's minimum 10 miles out, right? Because this platform habitat is 9.41 miles. There's a horizon behind that, so it's going to be at least another mile away. That's 10 miles out. Um, the observer height is, like, what, um, one foot off the ground, so you should be able to see 1.25 miles away, 10 miles away it's like 10 times right that means the earth's radius is 10 times bigger than it is right now that means mm. that we'd be butting up against the moon the 237,000 mile away moon 240,000 mile away moon the earth would be so fucking big if the horizon was this far away because because some people are like well what, you know what if the earth's just bigger than we thought it was it's like okay that's fine you can think that you think it's a really 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 big ball but if you also think the moon is an object orbiting it that is 240,000 miles away there, it's going to be right next against, right next up against rubbing, the moon. Let me rubbing each yeah. other. Yeah, you just hop over. You wouldn't need the spaceship together. You just jump over. Right. You just yeah. It'd be like a walk. You know. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Crazy how nature do that. But uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's it right there. So there's your, there's your your uh, your black swan. Um, 
And I just realized that I was, once again, this screen sharing thing that I do with, with you and the guys on the panel um, gets me kind of screwed up on the stream sometimes, and I forgot to share the pictures. But they're seeing them now. <laughs> okay. You guys, you guys can see what we're talking about now. Yes, it has been for a few minutes now. At first, we, fact, like, we this... can't see anything. Yeah, this is the, the other one. This is the other one. That platform C and platform habitat. One's six miles, mm -hmm. one's 10 miles out. Observer height is at it's eight It's a different feet. location. Mm -hmm. And again, there's a horizon behind the right. oil derricks. So How is it further. possible? How is it possible to have a horizon behind the oil derricks if there's a curve, if the, if the water is not flat? Yeah. Is it's, the gravity bending my sight around like that? No, it's not. That's bullshit. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah. There's an obstruction, which is the leading sphere edge horizon. And then refraction is pulling things in front of the obstruction and placing them before it. That doesn't make any sense. No, it does not make any sense whatsoever. Um, if it was pulling the whole thing forward, you could maybe have an argument, but you're pulling things in front of the line and the line is over 10 miles away. Sorry. It's bye-bye ball, like the fucking meme says. Yep, Sorry. I'm pulling the Twitter back up here. There was another one that I had that I wanted to... Um, uh, oh, yeah, this is this is a good one. Um, what I said... He said, "Produce a working. This is, you know, Devin's. They produce a working, produce a working flat Earth model, and you have a deal. Until you can do that, debate is simply me. The Earth is roughly spherical. Here are all the details. You, nuh uh, that's not really it. So what I said is, there doesn't have to be a model for the Earth to be observed, measured, mapped, and navigated flat. I have issued with the pizza pie model myself, but the globe model is an absolute meth mess and a bad joke. Man, what a great little piece of literature. Um, <laughs> and somebody also, he didn't he didn't give the details either. By the way." Yeah. And somebody said, this is such an embarrassing response for you. How is it embarrassing? How is it embarrassing to admit that we don't agree with the flat earth model and yet we still question the globe model? Like, is that not allowed? We, it's, it, this is this, this dichotomy. It's the same thing when when um, I hate to bring this up, but when people want to talk about like, you know, uh, which alternative groups you can support. Right. When we're like, hey, these people are bad actors and you probably shouldn't support them. They go, oh, yeah. Well, 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 where's your alternative that you've provided for us? That's better than this. I'm like, dude, I can I can say this is bad without saying I have something better for you. You know what I mean? Right. And it's the same thing as this. I can look at the flat earth model. I can look. Dude, everything that Mark Sargent says is is basically psyop shill bullshit. Mark Sargent is a plant. Okay, Mark Sargent did. He's the he's the flat Earth Society. I don't know if he's a flat Earth Society guy, but he was the one who did the whole like behind the curve the documentary that supposedly debunked flat Earth. Which is good job, guys. Why would you Why would you release if in fact you did make a documentary where you debunked yourself? Would you release it, Skull? Would you do that? No. no why? <laughs> why? Yeah. I release me a we me a couple of things all the time. Hey, Johnny said something wrong. Yes, it's not the molestation of some lady. It is the you know the rape of Persephone. Okay, I know that, right? I said I was sorry, <laughs> but it but it's funnier the it's funnier the other way. But um, but no, when we say I something, like, that's, I like your title way better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. When we say something, in, it's it's abs it's like it's um it's the Rudy Giuliani Italian Italian New York mayor uh, way of saying things. You know, those are my tits. Anyways, um. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rudy, dude! Like, <laughs> I have to. Absolute is, Chad. Oh, absolute Chad! What a fucking perv! And you're not doing the Italians <laughs> any favors at all, dude. We are. Yes, we're lecherous. We get it, dude. Yes, we love. And again, it just proves that everybody loves titties. 
Yes. Nobody I mean, doesn't love titties. What's not to love? There's not to love. Gay guys love titties. They do. They do. They're jealous yeah. of them, but they still love them. You know. Anyway, um, getting back to what we were saying, we don't have to have a working model for me to disagree with your model. That's not how it works. That's like saying, that's like saying, oh, well, um, you know, uh, I can't even think of something. It's like you're, the guy bought a car, and I was like, that's a bad, that's a bad idea to buy that car, and here's why. It's like, oh yeah, well, why don't you get me a better car then? <laughs> Where's your better car that you've made personally? Like, I don't have to make you a car to tell you that that's a piece of shit. It's a Suzuki sidekick. It's going to roll over. <laughs> yeah, I said um, a similar thing to you in my Twitter, my little secret Twitter that mm. has like five followers. I said, if you can't explain, by the way, this is in quotes, so it's um, I'm pretending to be Devin Stack in the first part. Yes. If you can't explain every single aspect and produce a working model of a realm that's been lied about and covered up for eons, then I don't have to defend the model that I adopted as gospel. And then me speaking, well, that's mighty convenient. Well, it is. It's always very convenient because they they do the whole, it's almost like a counter signal memes for fashy goys type things, you know, where they, they, they do like the, the liberal, ha, 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 I see you've made a, yeah, you had a great point there, but I see you've made a syntax error or a misspellation, you know, like yeah, right, right. <laughs> you misspelled the word, therefore I win the argument. Like, yeah. And they do, it literally is pigeon on chessboard you know running around and shitting on the board but uh, well, and go ahead again like i said earlier if they held themselves to the same standard that they hold us to then their model wouldn't work either and i'd be fine with that you know i'd be fine with them having problems with our model if they were able to admit that a we see too far and b and i guess we can talk about this now it's like you can't have gas pressure without containment it doesn't mm-hmm, exist mm-hmm. anymore in the world you can't have a special pleading fallacy for uh, a begging the question assumption of, well, you know, in space, it doesn't work the same way because gravity It's like, well, OK, gravity doesn't work on gas. Gas expands in all directions to fill the available volume. And then people will say, whoa, then why does the air get thinner at the top? Well, that's called a gradation because there are gases of different densities and the more dense gases will be below the less dense gases. For example, propane gas will actually puddle in certain areas because it's such a dense gas. However, if you have only propane and you release it into a vacuum-sealed container, Mm -hmm. it will fill the entire container. It will not puddle at the bottom of the container unless there is a less dense gas to go above it and the container remains undisturbed. So the entire system that we're in with the gradations and the different levels of gas intensity and pressure is possible because there is containment and is impossible if there is no containment and uh like again gravity doesn't pull gas down helium balloons go up clouds go up steam goes up these things go up gas is produced at ground level by plants vegetation it's produced underground and then it goes up it travels upward it's not the opposite direction you would have these these people would have you believe that it's just sticking to this ball just like all the water, which also always finds its level sticking to a ball. And so this is the second law of thermodynamics. This is entropy. Gas will always expand in all directions. You can look this up. You, gas will always expand in all directions to fill the volume of the container that it's in. Right. If there's no container, then outer space, the infinite blackness of outer space is the volume. And the air would fill that space. And we'd all be dead. Huh. It's the only answer to what that uh, 
assumption is. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, I like to apologize to the people on the stream. I don't know what happened to the picture. It disappeared. I just got brave back up. So sorry about the, the video part there for a second, guys. I don't know what happened. I was having a miniature heart attack, dude. Like all of a sudden, nothing went away. Everything, everything went away. All the picture went away. But I mean, the audio didn't go out, which is fine. But the people watching this stream might have to be like, what the hell? All right. Sorry about that, guys. Um, oh, we got a... Uh, somebody just bought... I do, too. Uh, 1N1X <laughs> just bought a diamond tier subscription, which you can do over on Pilled, by the way. Go over to Pilled.net. You guys can donate to the stream. You guys can buy subscriptions over there. Um, and... Uh, you know, you can donate over on on D Live, and you can donate donate lemons there. You can donate library, I believe it is, over on uh, over on uh, what do you call it? Over on uh, Odyssey. So, just letting everybody know. Uh, yes, thank you for joining us, everybody. That's uh, Al Baruni. That was the guy. Thank you, John McClure, Tattoo Twenty Two. Al Baruni was the guy who went up to the top of the mountain. Al Baruni, yes, measured, yes, yeah. He measured the radius of the Earth allegedly. Mm. Based on it, mm. based upon a begging the question fallacy that the Earth is a ball in the first place, and that you can see a distance to the horizon, and that they, that is a leading sphere. So all that's based upon these assumptions, mm-hmm. which is what all the old math is based upon. Is it's all assumptions, and then they, right. they sh- shoehorn in uh, everything after that. Right, right. Oh, and look at this. When somebody tells you there's no wall in Antarctica, show them this picture. We've had this another one that that's the uh, a. Um, a straw man fallacy that a lot of people like. Well, you guys believe in the ice wall. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I haven't I gone there. There's an ice wall. Have you gone down you there? Know, I, I, mean, I see. I see pictures like this with big things of ice. I don't know if that's Antarctica or what. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it looks to be like there's an ice wall. I mean, and somewhere we've seen the old videos of the uh, supposedly um, Admiral Robert Byrd yeah. and his expeditions down there and the driving around the ice wall. We've seen the videos of the people trying to get to Antarctica without, um, without actually, you know, going on a, um, on a guided tour or whatever, or government project. Uh, and they get what happens to them. It's called what happens when you get within a certain area. What happens? You're stopped by a very large military gunship and told to turn around, or bad things will happen to you. And yeah. I can imagine those bad things would definitely happen to you. I'd imagine those bad things would involve. Um, bullets a lot of bullets man whoever 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 dropped these memes into the into the chat today jack could have cropped them but um (laughs) (laughs) but uh think about this um we we don't know yeah uh, here's one gravity think about this gravity there's one that that everybody likes to oh yeah what about we have gravity and we have refraction so gravity gravity glues trillions of tons of water to the globe but somehow a butterfly can just take off whenever yeah, or a cloud. Okay, yeah, explain up. a cloud. Explain yeah. fucking clouds. How does water of a different temperature just stay there for hours and hours and hours in the heat? You know what I mean? Just hanging up there. Just hanging up there. It's 87 degrees today, 91 degrees today. Yet there's these big poofy clouds of moisture, which when I have moisture in my kitchen, the vapor, you know, vapor, it, it, it you know, the, when you're when I'm boiling my spaghetti water, which is, you know, because I'm Italian, I'm always got spaghetti water gone. Um, 
when I'm boiling my spaghetti water, that 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 moisture goes to, goes up. It gets sucked up into the probably some of it gets sucked up into the vent, and then some of it you like you know just and then it uh, you, you know maybe there's a little bit of moisture on the wall or something nearby, right, or on the on the whatever on the outside of the of the fan unit of your stove, right? Uh, but I don't have a cloud like there's no cloud of moisture hanging around my kitchen. You know, it doesn't it doesn't go, it doesn't go outside and join adjoin itself to the clouds up 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 in the sky. The steam also doesn't go down. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Clouds. Have, no, you no. Seen, have you seen the falling clouds videos recently? No. There's these like these clouds. They're like they're maybe the size of like a like a pickup truck or something. We'll do the Jewish thing. They're the size of four orcas. And and they, they and they were just like falling up, but they were like rolling like Donkey Kong barrels, like rolling out of the sky down towards the ground. It was really weird. Like they were heavy, but not too heavy. Right. It was it was like they were like if a pillow fell off of a mountain of pillows and rolled down the mountain of pillows, that's how it would have fallen. It was weird. It was clouds, though, in a in a, in a fairly cloudless sky. There's a few clouds that were just falling to the ground. And when they hit the ground, they just sat there on the ground. It was weird. I don't know if it was Argentina or it was somewhere other than the United States. But yeah, like clouds. How do if gravity, if gravity glues all this water to the earth, you know, while the earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour, how are clouds? Oh, that Johnny, you just don't understand. You just don't understand meteorology. That's what it is. You just don't understand meteorology. Okay, way to appeal to authority. Do you understand meteorology? You explain the cloud thing to me there, pal. Explain helium. Explain helium. Explain helium goes up. Mm-hmm. Helium goes down. Up, balloon goes up, goes away until until <laughs> what happens? Until somehow the helium until it meets the yeah until it meets the magical Carmen line where there's a, a line where uh, the gas just stops because it just knows I can't go any further than this and there's no containment and it doesn't fuck off into space and it violates gas law, second law of thermo- thermodynamics, entropy, every single thing that we can possibly observe about gas on earth here where you can check it and you can actually do experimentation real experimentation where right. you uh create a hypothesis and then you test it and then if it actually becomes uh something that follows the experiment and reaches the conclusions that you uh had with the hypothesis then you can call it a theory or you can say that it's proven all of these things are completely violated by space mm-hmm. and by the air that is um then nobody ever explains it. like gravity it's like well gravity doesn't work that way Gra- gas doesn't go down gas doesn't go down and if it ever separates at all, it only does so under containment. When it's not under containment, it just fucks off. Yeah. Gravity doesn't. It's weird. Yeah, helium. So helium and and helium is that one gas that um, you can only buy at the grocery store very very tiny amounts. It's very expensive. It's controlled by NASA. The entire world. The entire world's helium supply is basically controlled by NASA. NASA is the biggest consumer of helium in the entire world. Isn't that weird? Mm. Why do they need all that helium? Um, they would make a lot of balloons. Very I big mean, balloons. Birthdays. A lot of birthdays. A lot of employees. They have a lot of birthdays. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, it's big just balloons. With, with uh, sparklers that come out of the bottom. Right. Here's here's why. Here's what it is, dude. There's, this is exactly there's on the screen. That's why. The Sataloons. I don't know how many during COVID, how many saddle, how many satellites fell out of the sky into people's yards or just into the ocean and fishing boats were like small fishing, like regular, not commercial fishing boats, but like private fishing boats were picking them up. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the videos. Interesting. But, you know, obviously we're just making stuff up. These are just these are just these are just the random ramblings of schizos. 
Have you seen the video where the satellite transits the moon? Yeah, that's the picture. Uh, well, it's not transiting the moon, but yeah, actually, it is. It's right here. This is the one where that's the balloon. But there's one where it's oh. the satellite with the balloon. Yes, you can it's see going the across shadow. the. Yes, it's going across the right. moon. Yes, I have seen that. Um, I, let me see if I can actually find it. I'm just going to use my my brave thing. Was it satellite? Yeah, let's see how good Brave is. Satellite traversing the moon. <laughs> Doubt. Yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of space. Yeah, they don't like to show you. Wait, wait, go up a little bit. No, back down. Right there. Uh they're they're gonna say that's the ISS. So never mind. ISS training. Yeah, whatever. Oh, that right there. That's the ISS. Yeah. It's the ISS. Sure. I always see ISS. pictures of the ISS. I'm sure it's on our channel somewhere. Sure, yeah. I, I've yeah, I've probably shared it at some point. Uh, so light being bent by gravity. Here we go. That's one. Um, and refraction again. This guy right here, Rhino Bear says, refraction does not explain what we see, and it's it's absolutely true. It does not explain what we see. Uh, where is this? This is one. Here's one. Uh, Arclo Rocks asks, explain seasonality. Then, my good man, it shouldn't be too difficult. Yes, that's the one that this is the one that's that supposedly stumps the flat the flat tards from flat tardia is that we can't explain seasons. Well, their their problem is they can't explain how seasons work with a 30 degree tilt of the earth either, so Right. As soon as you guys can explain seasonality, we'll explain seasonality. How about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, you guys don't can't explain seasons either, so yeah. your model doesn't work either. Right. So oh, I think you have to throw the whole thing out. Right, There's that's it. You point. can't explain the one thing. That's it. In the trash it goes. Yeah. In the trash yeah. it goes. Um, also, how is this whole GPS thing working while you're at it? Towers and satellites. Yep. It's literally that one simple. One tower to another tower. One yep. tower to another tower. And if, if GPS, listen, pal, if GPS were global positioning satellites, which most people think it is, it's global positioning system. It's, it's actually, it's geo positioning system, I believe, or geographic positioning system. But, yeah. um, if if in fact yeah, well, it were satellites that were uh, that were you know the closer you got to the sky the closer you were to the satellites so the higher you go up in a mountain and the further you get away from civilization the more the better the reception should get but I find that the further I go into the wilderness the less reception I get which is odd especially at higher altitudes you would think that being closer to these satellites I would have better reception it's weird but when I get into it like an area where there's less mountains. And it's a flatter area where there's where these these land towers can transmit using line of sight. My reception is great. Strange. Hmm. Yeah, but I, I was I was assured by Devin that line of sight proves that the Earth is a sphere. How? Somehow. How does line of sight? <laughs> line of sight is straight, meaning a straight line. Line of sight, Devin. Line straight line. Um, mm -hmm. So how does line of sight work? Oh, no, it bounces off the ionosphere. The ionosphere is just supposedly a layer of air. You can't bounce nothing off of air. That's yeah. not how it works. Again, again, that would require a firmament. That would re right. require a container. It would require, yeah, it would require some sort of lid, Devin. It would require, if, if, if in fact, ham radio stuff bounces off the ionosphere, it's bouncing off of something hard. You can't bounce anything off air. Sorry, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, sure, you can bounce a high-pressure system off a low-pressure system or however meteorology works, um, but you're not, that's air off of air. You're not bouncing a frequency off of air. I'm sorry. I don't believe you. There's a firmament up there. That's what you're bouncing off of. 
the other um, one I like, uh, another favorite of mine is Coriolis. Effect. Oh, yes, yes. So if there is Coriolis effect, and by the way, uh, here's here's another stumper that gets these guys crazy, right? Because if you tell these guys, all right, the globe claims there's Coriolis. That is the claim from the scientists that gave us the heliocentric model and how it works, the spinning ball we're on. Cor- Coriolis effects is, is a perceived effect uh, when you are in the inertial reference frame and something goes above you and you're spinning underneath the thing, the thing that's going above you appears to curve. And with Coriolis effect, we're told that, for example, my favorite one is that snipers uh, adjust for Coriolis, right? So they adjust for the spin of the earth. We've heard this so many times. Now, setting aside the fact that they don't do this at all ever, and none of them has ever claimed to do this, they they adjust for drop, obviously, but they mm-hmm. don't adjust for the earth spinning underneath it. And if they did, imagine how impossible that would make anything to do. Like if you were facing east, west, north, south, uh, you'd slightly have to be. De- You'd have to be yeah, perfectly are you, are you, aligned. Imagine doing like a south-southwest shot and yeah, having to do that calculation in your head real quick. Yeah, real quick. You're under. Yeah. You're in a ghillie suit. It's 135 degrees in Afghanistan. You know, you've got to take out Sheikh Alo Akbar Mohammed Muhammad, right? And there, here comes his, here comes his convoy, right? And he's three miles out, and you've got your, you've got your, your Browning, you know, your 50 cal or whatever, and you, you're, you're lined up, and you're like, oh shit, I forgot my, I forgot my notepad. I got to do math in my head. Fuck. Hang on, That's what you, you know, like no, there's no way, no, dude. You aim, fire, boom. There's you adjust your windage for, your windage for your uh, for drop. There's no, there's no adjustment for Coriolis. There's zero adjustment there's, for Coriolis. There's, if there was adjustment for Coriolis, then some company would have made a Coriolis adjustment tool mm. to put onto your rifle. And I looked, I looked that no such tool exists anywhere. That is an <laughs> excellent point. I mean, you think somebody wouldn't have made money off that thing at this point if there was really some sort of Coriolis? Oh, plus, by the way, it would change depending upon whether you were farther north, farther south, or closer to the equator because the, right. we're told that the Earth spins at different uh, uh, speeds at, right. At, right. depending on where you are. So, right, 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 right. Like further complicating everything. The, that's but the problem. The is, that's the problem with the globe Earth models. Once you start combining all of these little things, these little tiny problems all start adding up and like. The, they trip up themselves over each other. They trip over each other. You know, you can't well, have really... you can't have Coriolis with the Earth spinning at a thousand miles an hour at who's that? That's at the at the um equator. At the equator. And then as you go up to towards the poles, it actually spins faster because it's a smaller I think it's, I think it's slower. Is, it, is the other way around? It's slower. Okay, whatever. It's but it's fast as at the equator because of the most mass. That's right. So right. Yeah, as it slows down. So, like, a sniper in Alaska, like, say, in Siberia, you're going to take out, like, you know, like, you were in the, you were, you were maybe going to take Gorbachev out in the 80s or something. Who knows, right? And you're out there and you're in Siberia, but you just came off of a mission in, like, Southeast Asia. And that was, oh, wow, that was, like, you know, like, how many degrees further south? I got to do the math, carry the one. Oh, my God. And, then, and the truck's gone. You missed the shot. Now, now you don't now you don't get your reward. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, dude, no, yeah. shut. Just well, the, seriously, the shut the fuck up. The understand way that Coriolis does not exist is that if you're traveling in an airplane from east to west, mm-hmm. then your flight time would be reduced. It would have to be. I mean, based on the fact that it's spinning at a thousand miles an hour in one direction, you would, uh, you 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 would get there like 
really fast, like the east to west. It's spinning. Yeah, the Earth is spinning east to west. So if you were to fly east to west, you would have like like Connecticut to to California would be like five minutes with a thousand miles because planes are going nine hundred miles an hour, right? Oh shit! Am I still there? Yeah, you're still here, man. Okay, I dropped out completely for a little bit. Okay. Oh, oh man, um, I don't know if you missed what I was saying, but uh, but uh, if, if going east to west, right, your flights going yeah. east to west would be like California, uh, Connecticut to California, it would be, you know, let's not five minutes, say a half an hour, where Connecticut or California to Connecticut would be like, it would be almost impossible unless you were flying faster than a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, if you're, that's what I was going to, I was trying to say that and somehow my computer cut out, like I was offline for a second. Ah. Uh, Nathan Oakley and crew did the math and it was, um, if you left Charleston, South Carolina and you went to California, San Diego or someplace like that, it would take something like an hour and a half. Okay. And if you're going the opposite direction, I think you'd have to go like over, um, I think it would take like over four and a half hours or something like, oh no, that's the speed that it takes now. But if you were going the other way. The Earth is spinning underneath you, going the other direction. So obviously, it's going to be way faster. It's like it's like those airplane walkways, right? If you right. walk with it, you go really fast. You go faster than everybody. You, if you walk against it, you're a little kid and you go in the wrong direction. You're going really slow. That's what would be happening with the Coriolis effect. And exactly again, the globe says Coriolis exists. So if it does exist and there is a globe and it is spinning underneath things, then you could get a drone. And just lift the drone up and wait for the next continent to come to you. You can get a yeah. hot air balloon, go up in the hot air balloon, and just wait for China to come zipping over to you. But dude, that's the whole reason. Down. That's the whole reason why hot air balloonage is so regulated, man. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> I bet, dude. <laughs> I, don't know, I just made that up. Um, no, you're absolutely right. If the Earth were spinning, helicopters, right? And it's all like a helicopter should just like come off the ground right which first of all they, they kind of defy the laws of physics to begin with which is kind of an amazing feat uh yeah just in general the, the whole concept of the helicopter um but then yeah it just lifts up and like or hot air balloon whatever just you know lift up and then wait however how many ever minutes and you just drive, you want to go from like you know from uh dc to chicago that's like a uh, that's like a 45 minute hot air balloon like levitation you know it, it just it just doesn't seem it seems like somebody would have capitalized on this Coriolis effect to uh, to make a whole lot of money off of it. Yeah. And OK, so the cope with that one is if you ever bring this up to people, they go, well, it's a locked atmosphere. Oh, wait, yeah, locked that's atmosphere. what I was going to. Yeah, I wanted to do. Yeah. They give you this. Like, lock, okay. The air is also moving at a thousand miles an hour. Really, on a really still day when there's not a breeze, that shit's moving at a thousand miles an hour. The deadest of dead air doesn't even move a speck of dust. That shit. Right. The dust. I could take. I could take dust and throw it in the air, and as it just drifts to the ground, glitter, whatever, right? Whatever it is, as it drifts down in the air, because it's just slightly heavier than the actual air that we're breathing. You can, you've watched like like chalk or whatever, right? When you clap chalk to uh, to right. uh, erasers together, right? As it falls, all of those chalk particles are also moving at a thousand miles an hour east to west. Weird. It's just it's just that part of it, the, the fact that people would actually believe that everything is gravitationally locked in the atmosphere. It's not the atmosphere flat skull, okay? Um, <laughs> but uh, there's an airplane, which indicates flat. But if every, yeah, well, it's like, dude, if you're on the airplane, you can walk back and forth. Yeah, but you can definitely tell you're fucking moving. Um, there's a cool picture. I'm going to drop it in the content chat right now I, I don't know if i got the picture or not because it's like a tiktok 
but uh hold on just let me get it sure. it shows a picture of a train and the the smoke from the train oh yes the smoke i think i actually have that one in here already the smoke from the train and then the uh and then the smoke from i got it smokestack yeah yeah and then uh right then there's a smokestack or it's a vol- yeah it's a smokestack right and uh, the train, it says moving 25 miles an hour and the smoke's going way behind it, right? Because the mm-hmm. train's moving. And then the smokestack and the earth is allegedly moving at 1,000 miles an hour and the smoke just goes straight up in the air. I haven't know where it is. But this is, this is, another, one that's the, just, this is another one that's similar to it. So here is a, uh, this is oh, what, yeah, a, a volcano blowing up, right? Yeah. This is ash cloud. If you think that, just like I said, just like chalk dust, ash cloud. There we go. If you think this ash cloud is spinning with the Earth's 1,000 mile per hour speed, you have been successfully indoctrinated. Look at that. Does that look like it is spinning? I mean, dude, the clouds behind it, you've got clouds around it. There's an airplane flying around it. Like, And all we ask for is for people just to go, yeah, you know, that. I mean, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a very good (laughs) question. They they won't give an inch ever. No, they'll never give an inch. Like, are you stupid? Did you even graduate the fifth grade? Have you ever taken a science class? That's the one that, yeah, you've clearly never taken a science class, bro. I I won science fairs. Okay. Yeah, here's the one. But it's got the picture. But yeah, moving at 25 miles an hour and supposedly moving at 1,000 miles an hour. The train, that smokestack is just, and it's going all the way back behind the train. You can see it. Sound effects and everything. And then you have the the smokestack from what looks to be some sort of an energy production facility. And that's that steam or whatever it is is going straight up without a single bit of, of uh, east-west motion whatsoever. Just, yeah, it's like half a mile up in the air or something. Yeah, straight up. And the wind, that is clearly a non-windy day, you know? So Yeah, and again, this is one of those things where it's just like Coriolis, where if they really start getting into the weeds, they're going to have big, big problems because they're going to have to say, oh, well, the atmosphere is locked at this point. But then as you get further away from the Earth, it gets less and less locked, and then you get more and more of a Coriolis effect as you get up there. It's like uh, either the earth is spinning other things or it's not spinning other things. Right. The locked atmosphere is if you believe in there's a locked atmosphere, you don't believe globe science. You're making up your own shit. You're just this anti-flat earther who's invested in making sure that you never have to have any sort of cognitive dissonance when someone brings up some of the anomalies that are associated with the fucking stupid globe. Right. And there are lots of anomalies associated with the fucking stupid globe. Absolutely. I mean, here's the, uh, some of the other things oh, that yeah. people people don't like is, um, okay, so how is it that on the North Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere, we see the constellations in the reverse? Well, have you ever seen uh, through like a, a snow globe, seen like like one side of it, once it gets to the hem, to the to the equator, uh, one side splits off to the left, the other side splits off to the right. Yeah. And that's literally it. It's literally it. You're looking at the same sky in from the inside of a dome. I mean that's that's it. Which and these, you know, and you're seeing these constellations which over the course of forever have no parallax, zero measurable stellar parallax, zero. Yep. Even though the earth is turned at 30 degrees we're told and Polaris stays directly above the north pole. So how does that work? How, yeah, that's the one I like to do and I like to this is one where I get to use my Italianisms. Um I get to you know do my hand motions and stuff, right? So I'll do it with the right hand I'll start doing the earth turning at 1000 miles an hour, right? And then I'll hold my other hand up and I'll do the sun going around the sun, right? And we're going around the sun at what uh 
What's the speed? What's the speed of of our um? Of I think our we're like six six hundred sixty six thousand miles. Is it six hundred sixty six miles? It's something. It, it's a six hundred sixty. I think you put a seven or at, at now because it would be too obvious or something. Yeah, well, like it's that. six six point six seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But ridiculous. whatever. And I start going around that, and I was like, and so that is the solar system, and that's going like this, right? And I'm making the circles around my head, and I'm going around. I was like, and all that's going like this, and apparently all the stars are doing all of that in their own solar systems. All at the same time, for how many ever millions of years we've been, you know, this, this since the beginning of, of supposed time, right? Uh, since the Big Bang, the 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 reverse entropy, um, expo- the first and only reverse entropy explosion. Um, yeah, right, right. It's literally what it was. It's a reverse entropy explosion. I've come up again, with a name again for a violation yeah. of in this case the first law or first and second law of thermodynamics. Of thermodynamics. Right, off the, right off the bat, yeah. we're going to violate rules one and two. Okay, that's yeah. how, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like, like a Monty Python sketch. It sounds like a Monty Python literally. sketch. Yeah, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Our first element is our chief element is surprise, surprise and fear. Our two chief elements are surprise and fear. And a fanatical devotion to the Pope. Our three chief elements are surprise and fear. And a fanat- you, know, you know what I mean? Like, this is literally how they go yeah. with this shit. We're going to, we're going to, okay, if we're going to disregard the first law and the second law. Okay. And the fourth law and the fourth yeah. law. You know, all right. We'll give you we, half of the fifth. We, we plead half the fifth. And that's how these, and we're supposed to just go along with that. But, um, oh man, I forgot where I was going with that. With the uh, star trails. Yeah. The star oh, trails. Yeah, the star trails and all that and all this. And we have for all this time, the Big Dipper just goes around Polaris perfectly. Yeah. Forever. Or the moon, the moon being tidally locked, as they say, oh, that's gone around and shown exactly one face for however long we've recorded the moon being there. 3000 years. It's never moved an inch. Yeah. Not a single inch has it turned. It's shown the exact same face the entire time. And yet people will be like, no, look. That totally checks out. That checks out. Yeah. The amount of the, the amount of what the hell are you smoking? It, like I have to do to, to, to these people. And, you know, and I'm the one that's supposedly the the uh, the one with weed induced schizophrenia. Right. <laughs> but like on the screen right now, like what did the first man who reached the stratosphere have to say? I wish you would not have typos to reach the stratosphere have to say about the Earth's shape. It seemed a flat disc with an upturned edge. Dr. Auguste Picard, 1931. Now. Um, did Auguste Picard, would you get Captain Picard from that? Uh, did he see the ice wall around, uh, what we would call our realm? And, um, I'm not opposed to our realm being a pocket on a larger, you know, piece of something where there are outside extra territories where the extraterrestrial, we've talked about this before, where the extraterrestrials come from. They're not from space. They're just from extra territory outside of what we're allowed to, to see right. on the flat realm. And it's not. And when I say flat topography exists, OK, there are obviously mountains and hills and and valleys. Flat's, and, flat's not a shape. It's an aspect. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Thank you. A um, sphere is a shape. And they sure. do claim it. Here, but flat is an aspect so if you look at water and you measure a laser pointer across a body of water it's going to be flat every single time and every time it's ever been measured it has been flat no matter what the distance was mm-hmm. you know black swan's not the only image that disproves or that proves that we see too far that disproves curve and uh so when laser we say measuring. the earth is flat that just means that the measurable portion of the earth is always measured in that manner it's flat it's an mm-hmm. aspect it yes measurably 
testably, demonstrably flat. I mean, and water, again, water seeks its own level, and water has always been and always will be flat. And they well, they like to pull up that one, you know, the, not the one picture, but the, but a picture of a droplet of water. I mean, water can curve. Yeah, right. A droplet. Okay, when you when you have less water than the surface tension, it's that's such a disingenuous. It, argument. it really, like, it really is. Yeah, it's, it's a very no surface. T- yeah, yeah. I'm trying it's to like stupid. find an argument. I don't, I don't have to. It's disingenuous. Fuck you. Yeah, that's my argument. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> water is um, used as a level in large, uh, ma- major construction projects that span miles as well. Like they actually oh. use water to make sure that the entire thing, along with lasers. To make sure that the entire thing is level, because when you start making a large earthworks project or a building or some structure like that, if you're a centimeter off at the beginning, that extrapolates, that um, magnifies, and uh, you're going to be completely off by the end of the thing. Absolutely. So you have to have something that's perfectly level. Well, if water curved, it wouldn't be perfectly level. You wouldn't be able to use it as a measuring tool, but it's used as a measuring tool. It's always been used as a measuring tool. It's, it's water always finds its level. It's, it is a level. Yeah, it's the number one thing that people use to find level. Every level that you go to Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever, whatever you know, Ace Hardware, when you look at a level, the part that shows you that it's level is filled with water yeah. because water is level. Um, and again, to these idiots who are like, well, you wouldn't expect to see the curve because the Earth's too big. No, no. Uh, the sphere has dimensions and the dimensions are measurable and it has math and geometry that go along. We know exactly how far it is. We mm-hmm. discussed that earlier with the black swan photograph. Yep. 1.2 times yep. square root the observer's height. Yep. On the screen right now is uh, satellites, the crash satellites. I was some of those ones I was talking about. A lot of these are from during COVID. These are satellites. I noticed there are big, big uh, nylon white things attached to most mm-hmm. of them. Those are those are the balloons. Those are the balloons. That it would yeah. be your sataloon, your your uh yeah, there it is. And they're they crash into people's yards because the balloons deflate and these things come down. They're solar all they are is solar arrays that are transmitting and receiving whatever, and they yep. just sit in Geosta- I guess they're geostationary balloons or they just drift up there. I don't know how they're directed, if they're drones, if they have like little fans. I don't know. I don't I I don't have I've I've never seen one up close, so I don't know exactly how they work. But um, Starlink is an example of uh, a gajillion of these things, all in a row. Yeah. Um. the The other thing about satellites is you'll never see actual specs and pictures of satellites, even though there's allegedly thousands of them. You'll only right. ever see illustrations of satellites, illustrations and CGI, because there, yeah, yeah, there are none. You you can't go to you can't just go to like Lockheed Martin's website and look at look through their catalog of sat whoever makes them. I don't know who makes them. But weirdly, you can do that with rockets. Right. Right. You can do that because rockets are something that they actually make and shoot up in the air as as a uh, a ritualistic thing that they do. Um, right. The other thing about about satellites, yeah, is not only not only will you not be able to uh, see any actual photographs of actual satellites, um, but you never see any actual satellites anywhere. Like with the amount of space junk, and I use quotation marks, air quotes when I say that, uh, the amount of space junk that's supposed to be out there, like it's supposed to look like that that trash island in the Pacific up there. Like we shouldn't yeah. be able to. There shouldn't be transmissions. Like there should. There should be so much interference and interference, if you know, Paul, uh, from all of these satellites that um, that we shouldn't be able to get any sort of transmissions from these things. And how are these things getting shot up there and not just running into eight hundred and thirty-five different pieces of junk, right? And 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 every time you see shots from guys in the ISS, it's just 
perfectly clean out there. Like they swept it up before they took the picture. They swept the they, you know they swept all the junk out of the out of the shot before they took the picture. Yeah. yeah. Or just like the story behind the space shuttle program was that the purpose of the space shuttles was to clean up satellites, right? Because there was all this space junk, so they needed to go up there. This is at least one of the purposes of them. And they needed to make sure all these old junk satellites got out of the way and they needed to clean up. Then they just scrapped the program. And I guess they didn't need to clean things up anymore, even though there's more satellites allegedly launched now than ever. We just leave them up there now. We don't need that anymore. No big deal. We stopped that in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. We already... Listen, Krista McAuliffe died. Okay. So... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just... It's just so terrible. That psyop. But... I remember, I remember the um, the space shuttle program. That being one of their main objectives was to keep space clean. Yeah, I was like, because that was when uh, all of a sudden everything was. It was important to keep everything clean. You had the you had the uh, you had the Italian Indian guy with the tear right crying about the trash in the commercials. (laughs) That guy was Italian. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looked literally looks like the guy on the Buffalo Penny. But like yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Buffalo yeah, Nickel yeah. or whatever. Or uh remember 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 the old uh like the three panel cartoons in in your in your in your daily your daily newspaper? There was one where it was uh cowboys and Indians and they were like really short but they all had big heads. Do you remember the, that cartoon at all? Yeah, I know what you're and they had the, the Indians all had that giant tomahawk nose. Right. Right. And I don't know where they got that from, but maybe I mean maybe it's, maybe it's what they do look like, I guess. But uh yeah, that guy and then you had all these all these, you know, um don't throw trash, right? That was like a big thing was to like not throw your trash out of your out of your car. You know, there's trash on the side of the roads. People were starting to get yep. fined for that. It was like a big push for everything. And oh man, we got to clean up space too. So right. it, it was just a big push for all that shit. And that was Earth Day and all that stuff were starting up. Um, yeah, the space shuttle was just a space shuttle was just an op, you guys. Oh, it was a I big balloon. Yeah, let me. Uh, there was a bunch of different ones. Like the you said, you saw the. Space shuttle being transported. On I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can get that. It's on my phone. I'm gonna. I, I swear, yeah. I, I should have it here. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and talk about that for a second. So they, they would the way they would transport the space shuttle is they would fucking put it on top of an airplane. I can't remember if it was a Concorde or a 747. I think it was a 747. But like, you know how they tell you like, oh, you can only have two suitcases and <laughs> so mm-hmm, like playing mm-hmm. on these commercial flights because mm-hmm. if there's too much weight, the plane won't be able to take off. And then they just throw a million pound space shuttle on top of the airplane and it's like one third the size of the a entire mi- thing they're huge yeah the space shuttle they're enormous i have yeah. okay i and have the pictures i'm putting yeah i'm gonna put okay and they just fly it around like hey no big deal we're just flying this fucking space shuttle. <laughs> so stupid right, right. put these in the prep chat and then i'll pull them into the thing Cool. They're on my phone. I have them saved to my favorites in my phone now because i pull this out for people and i i like to show i like to show people this this one picture and i'm like it's interesting how this million pound uh piece of aircraft is being held to this other piece of aircraft by hold on, let me let me let me do this real quick hang on by, by what appears to be uh a garden chain like <laughs> right <laughs> you know what right. i mean oh my god yeah i actually took these pictures so there they are there they are so i took these pictures this was in san francisco this was what was the date on this? Uh, September twenty first, twenty twelve. Ooh, yeah. What was the date? What was the date we were all supposed to die? It was a December. Was it twelve? 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 Twenty one? Twelve? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this was so. This was a month. This is a little bit over two months before we were all supposed to die. 
according to John Cusack. So here's the yeah, there it is. There it is. That is a look at that, dude. That is a great shot. I am a great photographer. That is pretty impressive. That is thank you. And then uh the next one is it look at this. This is the one. Okay, so that's you got really the F eighteen. Yeah, this is the one, yeah, dude. That's this is sweet. this is bad. Yeah, dude, look, look at, at that, that, dude. Look at look at this thing right here. That is all that is holding a million pounds to this thing. <laughs> it's oh, like it's, it's it's like you know it's a little clip. Well, I don't know how big it is. It could be. I mean, that could be like one really solid piece of titanium chain or something. But I doubt it. That's a that's looks to me like this is one of those balloon planes, like the one that was in Afghanistan. It's fucking paper mache. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, otherwise, if it's as heavy as they say it is, if that thing tilts, if that thing is one tenth of a centimeter off weight to one side or the other, right. the whole thing's going to collapse, and, and right. then it's going to crash the entire plane. It's it's ridiculous, unless the mm-hmm. thing weighs almost nothing. Yeah. And then it would be fine. Right. And no, dude, you don't understand. This thing banked around the bay so everybody in the bay could see it. So this plane made a lapse. Yeah. This plane did laps. So you, they did a lap. They did victory laps. Yep. Yeah. And like, there's no, I don't care, dude. That's a lot of, sh- you ever seen a wide load truck going down the road, right? And right. they try to change lanes and everybody, and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, Jesus God, here we go. Right. Yeah. Even if they're changing lanes, it doesn't matter. It looks like the thing's going to roll over. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter how careful the driver is. All of that mass going left to right is going to shift and it's going to wobble. That thing didn't move. Like, yeah. I, I don't, and a plane doesn't just go left to right. It tilts. It, it banks at angles. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Banks. And like these things, yeah, the F-18 behind it was really cool. I mean, like, do we, we were at work and uh, they're like, hey, the space shuttle's coming by. So we all went up onto the roof. We were at the, um, the Exploratorium in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, now at the piers, building out the uh, science museum there. Oh, what a science museum. That's the hands-on science museum. Lots and lots right. of programs. That's where every kid in the Bay Area goes to the Exploratorium for like fourth and fifth grade uh, uh, field trips, right? It's one of the alternatives to Holocaust indoctrination. It, it, it's yeah, it's science indoctrination because it's all like hands-on, cool stuff you can do too. Like there's the tactile dome where you you go in, it's all dark, and you got to feel your way through. Um, mm-hmm. There's you know the thing where you like you talk in one end and your buddies way down the other end and you can hear each other and like that kind of stuff. There's well, all kinds one. of cool shit like that, like the uh, <laughs> the toilet water faucet, the toilet water fountain. That's a weird one. Um, I got some really cool pictures <laughs> from it, but uh, it's just a science. It, but there's a lot of real like science type stuff there. Um, right. But yeah, so that's what we we're building. Anyways, it's only like two stories, so we were on we we're maybe twenty feet off the ground. But you could see the Bay Bridge from where we were. The Bay Bridge was maybe a half mile away, a little less than a half mile away. And they flew over the Bay Bridge and then under the Bay Bridge. The F-18s went under the Bay Bridge. I'm sorry. I don't want to lie. I don't want to lie. Yeah, the F-18s went under. Yeah. That would be impressive, though. Yeah, it would be impressive. But uh, (laughs) no, the F-18s went under and the, the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, whatever, the 747. NASA's 747 went around, did, did laps with it. And I was impressed back then, man. Dude, I had, like I said, I had the space shuttle rocket model, and I had the, what is it, the 116th model that you build with the, you opens up the thing with the big arm that comes out, you know, and that. I mean, this it looks cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, they had us on. And if you, I watched Christopher like, McCall you, blow up. You know, 
Yeah. So not everybody, uh, we all, any of us around that age had that TV wheeled into the classroom so that we could have our trauma-based mind control uh, ritual performed on us and watch the plane blow up. And if any of you guys like think, oh, we're just saying everything's fake. It's like, well, now there's different versions of the space shuttle. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think there's probably one that actually flies. Right. That's the one they land when mm-hmm. they're coming in. And there's this paper mache thing that they have tacked onto the top of this. Uh, well, this picture that's on the screen right now, they're banking right now. And it's kind of, they're yeah. banking at an angle. So that has a lot of weight shifting on that. A million pounds is just going to the fucking right right now. Like, and really? here's the thing about that. The airplane is doing the banking right it's do it it's flaps are are up and down and whatever however they make the i don't remember exactly which flaps you'd use to yeah. your rudders and your flaps and your whatever to make the plane go left and right and up and down right uh this flying machine attached this million pound flying machine attached to the 747 normally would be using its own uh stuff to, to you know to bank and stuff so this 747 is banking with a million pounds on top of it yeah. So they have it's, to practice. You got to imagine these guys. How do you how would you practice to fly around this thing? Right. Yep. Like that's something. You know what I mean? You got to think of all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, OK, they didn't just build, you know, the, it's like where, where are the in-between buildings between the between, between the uh, little clapboard gun smoke, uh, little uh, single story wood things to the <clears throat> Palace of Fine Arts there in San Francisco. Right. There's no in-betweens. Right, just like there's no in betweens mm-hmm. for what, what, what would you do? Would you, would you start with strapping a Cessna to your seven forty seven, and you practice with that for a little while? <laughs> like, how do you work up to that? I've right. never heard. Like, that's a, even if you look at it like, rationally. Um, it, none of it makes any sense. Even with the thing being just paper mache, like mm-hmm. it obviously has to be. It's still going to cause wind resistance, sure, and drag. And all, all sorts of other problems. So they're still going to have um, a hard time. But then imagine if the thing was like literally a million pounds of fucking steel on top of all that. Like I, it's uh, it's impressive just the way it is. And oh, um, yeah. the other ones like like what are they? OK, well, this one is I think this one's paper mache. I think there's one that actually probably was capable of at least gliding. And they, they may have released it out of a bigger airplane and just let it fly, float down or something. And then the ones that they launch up in the air, those are balloons guys those are balloons with a firework uh, array attached to the bottom of them and you can actually watch uh i don't know if i've shared this video on the channel or not if not um you know, if i can't find it later i'll try and find it i'll share it later like today or tomorrow but they if you watch some of the old shuttle launches first there's one that you watch it really closely it like literally bounces before it takes off like it goes up and down again like that's <laughs> not gonna happen with uh millions of pounds of steel and fuel with this big giant fucking massive uh fuel tank attached to it and then when it goes up like if you like you were saying you launched rockets when you're a kid those are real rockets right like a rocket in order to lift off of the ground and utilize the thrust that it's using it shoots it goes like that yeah it just shoots straight the fuck up dude if you watch any of these shuttle launches it's just like Oh, it's the best, man. Fucking slow motion. Like, is that how thrust works in a rocket? No, No. that's how a helium balloon goes up. A big, giant fucking helium balloon. Absolutely. I've seen it. And you can see in some of these videos, you can see the bounce, right? And you keep saying paper mache. It's not paper mache, dude. It's made out of like... No, it's um, it's the same, probably made by the same people who make the inflatable tanks for the military. 
Those, yes. it, it's, it's probably the same exact. It's Kev, it's they're Kevlar balloons. These things are, you know, like you said, the, yeah. the wind resistance and stuff would tear that that would tear that apart even if it was nylon. It's probably a Kevlar balloon of some sort. Yeah. It might even have and some I have sort of. Shared, it, what? I have shared those videos on our sites uh, on our channels oh, yeah? of balloons. You, if you look up balloons, you'll you'll find. Oh them. yeah, exactly. and it probably actually, if you look up balloons, you'll find the uh, space shuttle one too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's here you go. Here's one. There's the, oh, yeah. the rocket. It's wild. The exact Disney arc as well, too. It's weird. Another one. Another the one the cope for that is that's the curve of the Earth. That's the Earth curving away. So, again, we have Coriolis here, but mm. not in other instances. Yeah, weird. It's just yeah. It works for this, but it doesn't work for airplanes. Everything is so selective on how this stuff works. Yeah. It's strange. Very, very strange. Um, do you want to take a bit of a break? Because I got I to gotta use the bedroom. Yeah, I'm, I'm still right. good for i am going to uh you got a song you want to you, you you don't ever pick break music why don't you pick something real quick I'll i know it. i'll know. throw it on i don't really yeah i don't i don't know i like um you know what song i like um i posted it on my channel either that song or or the, the actual original version is um mr kitty the uh after dark song okay well it's on cool your song. channel it's on my channel right now yeah Johnny's not subbed to my channel. I am sub. <laughs> I am subbed to your channel. Okay, you're an admin on my channel. I'm an I'm admin. Sure. How can I not be sub? No, you're, it's like it's like. All right, where is it? Uh, how far? Scroll up. Just scroll a little bit. It's not that far away because I didn't post anything yesterday. <laughs> the Mike O'Hearn memes are so awesome. I know they're great. How far above the? Is it the? It's not, it's not much further. Just keep going. It's, it's pretty close. There's the, okay. We'll talk about. There, we're right going to talk about the right there. Right there. You just passed it. Oh, here we go. Okay. Right so we're going to play this, and um, I'm going to put our logo on the screen. And we'll be back in a few minutes. It's a short song, but whatever. Yeah. You can hear it, right? Yep, I hear it. We'll be back. Cool. Closer, it's coming. 
everybody we're back this is still the paranormies saturday night live stream i'm still johnny still here with skull skull you're here i am here all right yeah man this is a long time coming man we've never done one just like i said before we've never done one just me and you it's cool yeah and we haven't talked about flat earth on the channel i think the only one was the dave one right dave weiss yeah right yeah unfortunately yeah people i mean you know People are like, oh, Flat Earth Dave, Flat Earth Dave. Nah, Flat Earth Dave sucks at Flat Earth, actually. Yeah, he really does, man. Like, he frustrates me when he'll go on a so-called debate, and it's like, dude, do you not know what you're doing? Stop. You're it, making us really, really It's like terrible, that. yeah. He, well, I mean, there you go. He's, you know, Dave Weiss. Mm-hmm. But then again, of course, you know, you're our Jew, you're our Jew handler over here. So remember, don't, <laughs> don't forget. I love, dude, you know, somebody brought it up again, and I hate to bring it, ever, bring it up, but, like, the, the, the amount of making up of people's minds that they have to do, it's like, okay, so would you or would you not be have been able to be in the SS? You would have been. Like, all this stuff. Like, so shut up. Like, you know what I mean? Are Japanese honorary Aryans or not? Okay, so shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> these fucking people. You know what I mean? But, um, but David Weiss is not... Is not and uh, would not be allowed in the SS. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, 
he's he shouldn't be allowed in flat earth folks. yeah he shouldn't be allowed around flat earth people like dave and don't get me wrong i i like a lot of the stuff that dave has done i'm not shitting on dave too much but we had him on the show he shilled his app i made fun of him for shilling his app like that, that was fun um, yeah. I mean, he's good natured about stuff like that. And, and he know, yeah. Well, he's Jewish and he knows right. it. And Jews are usually pretty yeah. good natured. About it. it was like when um when Stone Cold Steve Austin called out what's his face on uh, the wrestling thing, right? He, uh, Paul Paul Heyman, we called him out, right? He's like, what the Jews? You know, what? what? We're the Jews. We're the smart people. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we're not gonna go hunt. We're not gonna go hunt the uh, the animal, but we'll make you a nice hat out of the pelt. It's <laughs> like such a Jewish merchant thing to say, too, oh, dude. Oh god! And it came yeah, off dude, the cuff the, too. The, like the debates that I've seen Dave in, it just made me absolutely furious because it, it's just well, it's not a debate, and he falls into all of the pitfalls, and you kind of wonder, like, is he doing this on purpose? Because I know mm-hmm. he knows better than this, and he has to know better than this. Yeah, but I, who does he debate? Learn... But who does he debate? He debates Professor Dave. Yeah, he debates someone who debates in bad faith, and he knows that. And then he goes and um, allows the guy to step all over him and use all of the logical fallacies and never calls him out for a single logical fallacy, never holds his feet to the fire, never brings up things like we bring up, like actual problems with the globe and Mm -hmm. forces Dave to defend his own model, just falls for all the traps. And it's like, really? Yeah. Are you really falling for all the traps? Like, you didn't expect any of this? You didn't know? You didn't prepare? Or... I, I don't know. I never know with these people. Like, is this uh, on purpose maliciousness or is it really that incompetent or people really just uh, elevated to the level of highest incompetence? And, uh, hey, you kind of have to ask yourself that guy wits it. Um, yeah, wits it. Really he's insane. actually supposedly got a model that works. Yeah, supposedly. I, I don't know. But he, he, I like seeing that guy on stream. I saw that there was a debate between. Um, Jim Fetzer and then Witsit and Dave, which yeah. I saw Dave is in there. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, but I need to watch that and see if that's any good. Of course, my favorite is Nathan Oakley. A hundred percent, dude. I love Nathan Oakley because yeah. he just, just because he bulldogs the shit out of people. And I don't yeah. care. Like, I really don't yeah. care. Oh, people get upset about it. They're like, oh, he's mean. It's like, okay. Yeah. And like, what's the other guy doing? If, if, if Professor Dave ever gets on a show, the whole thing is personal attacks and logical fallacies. So it's like, why would I be nice to that person? No, right. they don't get any right. sort of uh, special treatment whatsoever. In fact, it's going to be worse. Right. Fuck that guy. Fucking Professor Dave. He's horrible. He's even admitted on, on stream that he's not a fucking professor. Yeah. You know? It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And then they'll take that, like, that debate tactic and the Globe people will use it against uh, whenever they go on you know, whenever they drop in your chats, they lose their minds because you brought up something that brings their model into question. Right. The one thing they won't do is actually engage you in an actual debate without logical. Hey, so here's the thing about, okay, globe people. There's no globe people listening at this point. It's just, it's just I don't care if there are at this, this point, point. I don't care if there are. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I just guarantee no globe people have made it this far in the stream and they won't. But if you are for some reason still here, um, here's, here's a challenge to you. Try engaging in debate with a flat earth person and take it on the merits of the debate and do not use any logical fallacies whatsoever. It never happens. Don't use a personal attack and don't use a logical fallacy. Mm -hmm. Just debate the actual facts on the ground. They won't do it. And so if your model is so terrific and it's such a slam dunk and flat earthers are so dumb 
we don't have any points in our favor and this is so easily blown out of the water then you could easily just debate and show logically the problems with their argument but it never happens that way for some reason they always have to engage in these personal attacks and logical mm-hmm. fallacies and if and even it's even at the point where in a lot of the chats i notice there are people who are not flat earthers who are noticing this and they're like it's weird how these glow people come in and they lose their minds and they engage in personal attacks and they do nothing but logical fallacies and then um they don't seem to for any reason have uh the ability to engage on merits on the merits of an actual argument yeah i mean there is there are no arguments and that was the thing and that's what i told Devin when i challenged him to a debate earlier was that you have no arguments and that's all you can do and his he came back with well i'll just give you all of this globe details and you'll just go nah no that's not how it works but he didn't even like, he did, he didn't, and, he, and he didn't and he didn't yeah. he just said oh like, i'll just do entire, this his entire proof of globe earth is ham radio which is a begging the question fallacy assuming that it's a sphere to begin with right it was like okay you it's not you have to yeah right you're assuming it's a sphere and um that's what you have to do every time with everything everything every single thing like every uh assumption of space work. Yep. All the distances, everything—it's all a begging the question fallacy based on the assumption of a radius value mm-hmm. that couldn't have been achieved according to the people now because they're refraction. <laughs> so their own arguments debunk themselves, but yeah. they, like they say, ours do. Like, but here's the thing: I'm not a flat earther. Okay, I'm not a flurfer. <laughs> I'm not a pan cuck. Okay, which is funny coming. I mean, coming from a nerd like like Devin. Like I'm pretty sure, you, like there's a there's a locker that's missing its nerd. Um, he, uh, mm-hmm. like the the names they come up with. You know, we have Globetard, you know, yeah, and that's fine because it it it's, it fits and whatever you want to call us, flurfers or flat, you know, whatever flat tards. Everybody call names, right? Everybody has a name for everybody. But when it comes to the actual arguments, the globe. The globe earthers never have any, and they, it, like you said, everything is a begging the question fallacy. You have to assume the distance to the to the sun. You have to assume the distance to the moon. You have to assume the the tidal lock of the moon. You have to assume that, that that's there's so many assumptions that have to be made yeah, in order. Literally, for... every single one of those assumptions is based upon the prior assumption that the earth is a ball to begin with and that we got a radius value out of it that's how exactly. all those distances are yep. achieved mm-hmm. so it's like well yeah but there's no curve the distances okay, so. that they themselves have given us the eight inches per mile squared what was yeah. the one what was the one for resolution to the 1.25 or whatever what was that one times the square root of the observer's height and feet yeah right 1.25 times the square root of the observer's height and feet is how far you should be able to see yep should be able to see by their math by their own math. By their math. Yeah. It's their math. This we're, is the thing is we can take their math, which just, they don't even know. Yeah. We don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't believe it. I see too far. There's no fucking curve. Dude, I don't when I was in the Navy, curves. when I was in the Navy and we'd be like, we're, you know, and you're on a ship in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and it's it's flat out there when there's like not much breeze or there's a little wind and, you know, there's not much there's not much motion to the ocean you know at that time you're just cruising through and there's like you know the, the ripply look to the way you know not there's no white caps or anything right but that horizon is as flat as it, i mean as far as you can see you can walk all the way around there is zero oh we're doing so far you can't see it no it's not it's just 
And we we did it before. Like the ships going over the horizon, we'd be in, there'd be a formation, and like, oh, you can't see whatever it is. Uh, I don't know, whatever cruiser or whatever destroyer or whatever it was, and we'd use, you know, their the big binoculars and pull them right back in. Yep. You know, and if the Earth, I mean, I guess the binoculars are bending with the gravity and the refraction, I, but light doesn't bend. The only way light bends is through a prism, and it doesn't yeah. bend. It it's just refracted at an ang- a different angle. It's not bent. Not light can't bend. Lighthouses also proof. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Lighthouses are yeah. proof of a, of a flat plane. You know, of a of a. Yeah. Of they a, wouldn't work otherwise. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Right. Exactly. Periscopes. Yeah. Yeah. Periscopes. Yeah. There's all kinds of things that we could how bring up. How many things have we brought up? Like, how many things have we brought up that are just like, okay, this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. At what point? Uh, as what's the other one? Oh, the one that I like. Oh, the lock say, system. Okay. You. you Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, lock systems, right? My favorite one is lock yeah, systems. Yeah, the lock system. Uh, the, what is it? The uh, the one in New York that goes from. Uh, that's a, that's a whole thing that, that that ties into Tartaria as well, which is another thing that they're like, ah, oh, where did she been? But um, <laughs> the I forgot which lock system it is off the top of my head, but the one that goes through New York up to Canada, it changes elevation over several hundred feet. You know, a few times, and all of that is done completely flat. Has to be done completely flat, otherwise it doesn't work. You know, and, yeah. and these lock systems, these things are completely flat. Bridges are fl- trains. Train tracks require a certain level of flat. Like yep. bridges, like these bridges. What's the longest bridge on Earth? Was it seventeen miles or something like that? Yeah, and it's, it's all of them. If you look at the engineering and you talk to the engineers, they don't account for any curve whatsoever at mm-hmm. all. None, zero. None whatsoever. Yeah, there. I don't. I don't. I don't want to tell these people. Really, you know, it's like <laughs> it's there. It all it's, we it's, ask, <clears throat> all we ask, is just acknowledgement from their side that like some of this stuff does seem to be a little bit questionable, mm-hmm. and you can't get an inch from these people. And mm-hmm. like you, you were sort of bringing it up earlier, but like. I don't think that whatever realm we live in, I don't think it's possible to know exactly what it is. In fact, I think that it might be uh, dependent upon the observer in some degree or another. I think there are definite constants. And Mm -hmm. I think I know, I know for a fact, when you measure it, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you go across a lake or a salt flat or a vast field of ice or one of these things that where there's no, um, elevation whatsoever like it's flat like kansas yeah and you measure a long distance it always measures flat 100 percent of the time 100 percent of the time water always measures flat and level 100 percent of the time salt flats they always measure level so if you measure it it does measure flat that's an aspect again it's not a shape of the earth but beyond that like i don't know what it is we don't know what antarctica is we don't even know what the north pole is is the rupus nigra or negra or whatever it's called the big black magnetic mountain is that still there right that was that in the first place mount masses that are yeah mount maru the four land masses with the rivers flowing out from them that were in the north in all the old maps that are mysteriously disappeared now is that still there is that something that we would be blocked from seeing if we tried to explore we don't know what's going on with any of that stuff if you go all the way okay here's one you know those videos where it 
shows the rocket going up in the air and it makes a wake in the what uh, people assume is the firmament flat yes. earthers assume the firmament yes. and it makes a wake like a boat going across the water yes so it looks like the rocket is hitting something and it's bouncing off the dome and it's making either an electromagnetic or an actual liquid wake and it like it looks like a speedboat right going across the water well i have a problem with those videos too what's my problem with those videos they're too close they're way too close like you couldn't be able to see like they, they're like right there so if that's the firmament like that means the firmament is like a, a low ceiling house right so i don't know what that is either what, what the fuck is that they look really cool right and i would like to right. think oh yeah it's it's hitting the firmament but every time i watch those videos i'm like well you would need like this mega high power telescope because you at least need to see like 35 miles up 70 miles up something and these like people that. are taking these videos with their phones their phones and shit right <laughs> so it's like that's too close and that no just one means ever that qu- apple products are that good yeah yeah i wish i <laughs> know <laughs> i know i still so, have a seven dude yeah i am on I, like I, an I ancient stopped, went to android so i'm happy with my end you did you switch you finally got you finally yeah. got off how do you do it with a mac though like everything's connected i just don't have it connected anymore ah it's, it's, it's like <laughs> dude I, I went from being I went from being like, Mr. I have a fucking camera. Why do I need a camera on my phone? I have a video camera. Why don't you need a video camera on my phone? I have a computer, right? I went from that to like, oh my God, I left my phone in my truck. Right. I hope it's going to be okay. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I hope it'll be okay until I get back at break. It's only going to be three hours. Like, you know what I mean? I went, dude, it's, it's so, it's so pathetic. And I'm, I'm not that big of a pussy when it comes to the phone really, but kind of, you know? Yeah. Well, because I use it all day at work. You know, I mean, I do use my phone while I'm at work because I'm always in communication with uh, either another foreman or, you know, one of the other trades or somebody from the shop or somebody from this. You know what I mean? And uh, or, you know, one of my guys let me know that they're going to be late or whatever. Right. And so my phone is always ringing or texting. I've always got some sort of update about something that's coming up next week, whatever. So my phone is almost always either in my hand or near. So if I don't have it, (laughs) You know, you know I, the feeling. I also right? am very attached to my personal uh, New World Order monitoring device. My wife gets mad because um, you know how you can name your your phone or whatever. And mine is called my personal Black Mirror. Right. She's like the eye roll. Yeah. Yes. yes. I mean, where's the lie? I know. That's why I tell her. I'm like, but babe, where's the lie? She's like, does everything have to be a meme, Johnny? Does everything? <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Yes. yes. Have you yeah, seen my, my gl- wife gets very sick of me talking about how everything is some plot to. <sighs> basically turn us into farm animals yep they're just yeah my my family we know dad we know my son we know my, you just my enjoy son, things. is this right dad is this guy bad that's my favorite <laughs> that's my new favorite is this guy? i'm like <laughs> my they kids all are the <laughs> my kids ask the same thing. i'm like dude well so here's the funny one uh you know how we talk about jimmy mr beast there right um yeah and uh my son loves mr beast because you know of course he does because he's 16 and one day he might run into Mr. Beast and do a stupid challenge and get a million dollars himself. That's what a lot of kids think. But um, the, there's this cartoon of Mr. Beast. He goes into like some cancer patient's room and the guy's in the, in the bed hooked up to all these things. And it's like an overdrawn like Ren and Stimpy style. Right. And right. Mr. Beast is like in one of there's uh, there's there's like uh, coolers with hearts in them. He needs a heart transplant. He said, in uh-huh. one of these hearts is a key to a Mr. Beast rast- wrapped Tesla. And the guy's like, I would literally kill myself for a Tesla. 
And, and <laughs> Mr. Beast leans over him and the lips get all long and he kisses him on the forehead. He's like, good boy. Like, <laughs> it's just so weird and creepy. My son sent it to me. I was like, whoa. He's getting, yeah. He's like, he, he makes fun of Andrew. He likes Andrew Tate because Andrew Tate like shits on women. And my, my, yeah. my kid is at the, uh, my kid is trying to be Sigma, you know? And uh, right. it, it's cute. It's really cute. Um, yeah. But, uh, He's like he does like the pull his chin in and do like the the Andrew Tate thing and talk about mm-hmm. war and his Bugatti. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, he gets mad. He's like, Dad, is this is this bad? Can I watch this? What about this guy? What about this? What about that? And and what's fucked up is like literally everything is black. And I'm like, uh-huh. there's nothing, there's really nothing for kids anymore, like or for teens or preteens or whatever. That isn't like Afrocentric fucking entertainment, man. Even like the even like the white guys, like Logan Paul and these guys are rappers, right? They do rap. Yep. So it's like the worshiping of the African American. I'm like, yeah, you know. I'm like, all the music that they listen to now is some sort of you know black music. It's just it's it's weird. It's they've Here in, taken in, over in Japan. It's like obviously thankfully there's no black thing although there's some rap and stuff but it's more like everything's gay and i don't mean like lgbt gay i just mean like really really effeminate or the youtubers they watch are just fucking annoying like just they're always screaming about everything oh my god just like how can you watch this i want to strangle this fucking guy so i I don't see too many positive role models here either no there's a different there's really not any positive i mean you can show him some, you know, give him like Blair Cottrell and that kind of stuff. But like other than the quote, our guy, you know, the slash our guy slash guys. In the normie guys world, are, guys like Blair, like nobody knows who they are. Like and they wouldn't be allowed to come to prominence because. Right. Exactly. They're racist or whatever. It's just, this, right. you know. Right. So there, there's nowhere for these kids to find this stuff. And like, you know, I've seen. Uh, my my son's shown me some stuff from from some of these other guys. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's Jordan Peterson, and that's all. You know, yes, yes, he's bad. Right. Like, yes, he said like, a good, he said a good thing there, but like, you know, controlled opposition in some way or the other. It's mm-hmm. like even I was even like, hey, Jordan Peterson's pretty cool at the beginning when he was just doing like um, lectures and stuff, and he had mm-hmm. really cool, uh, interesting viewpoints about things. And then you see him start moving into this fucking um, manosphere type. Control, yep. Ben Shapiro, you know, type controlled opposition where they're herding people into certain. Oh yeah, I'll talk about trannies and I won't use pronouns, but also like you need to be, I don't know. Well, I don't know what what you need to be this emasculated sort yeah, of um, clean your room, bucko, and all that stuff. Look, you yeah. know, clean, take care of yourself first. Um, Definitely don't be racist and don't see race. Right, as, uh, and oh, dude, the 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 dinner, the dinner with him and Ben Shapiro and BB. Yeah, where, where he's yeah, leaning yeah. across the table to shake BB's hand. You can just right. see the erection. Like he's like his napkin is just like suspended over his crotch. Meanwhile, his like, daughter right. is this oh, super slut who left her child for another guy and puts her, her naked body all over Instagram constantly. And he's got all these weird diet, like some weird carnivore diet that he does. Like normally, I wouldn't have any really big problem with it, except that like that's the only thing he eats is meat, and he's mm. like. I've cured all of my, I've cured all of my ailments with this. I used to have nervous disease. And then, and then he ends up in rehab. <laughs> it's like, God, this mm-hmm. guy's a fucking mess, dude. Yeah. Um, actually, here's, a, here's back getting back to the original 
topic. I just was scrolling through the pictures, and this one's a good one. I'm about talking about the speed of rockets and stuff earlier. Um, we never see sonic boom. Jets hitting yeah. sonic boom, they hit the speed of sound. In order, that is faster than sound can travel. So, And I've seen sonic booms. I've seen... I've been on Tiger Cruises where they do the thing, you know, the family gets on board and they ride from Hawaii back to San Diego. And uh, they have the, they'll do like an air show and they'll do the helicopters and this, the EOD guys will do fast rope exercises. And they'll have the F-18s do um, flybys and stuff. And they do the song. They do, you know, they'll do a bunch of them do, doing uh, sonic booms. And that's really fucking cool to see live, man. Mm-hmm. And and it it does just that. It creates this whatever pressure thing happened in the air where it separates the air and changes colors and you can hear the crack and it pushes the air out and you can see it pushing the water too right like it's it's like it's a pressure wave just like just like a bomb um right. and that is because the plane is going whatever the speed of sound is i don't i don't remember what the speed of sound is off the top of my head uh mm-hmm. never ever see that with a rocket however every time i fired off a tester's rocket it was you know one of those ones that would go up, it would go up six, seven hundred feet or two hundred feet, and then poof, and then the uh, the uh, the parachute would come out and it would float down, and you'd have to go to your neighbor's yard to get it, right? <laughs> kind of, or or to, across the street or wherever. Yeah. Um, well, it was because of the turn of the earth, right? Well, yeah. No, no the wind. It was the wind. No, no <laughs> it was the wind <laughs> in the freaking parachute. But uh, when it went up, it was just like, pew, and it was gone. When you ever shot fireworks off bottle rockets. Pew, Gone right, gone really quick. Uh, these things, these things, just are very slow. We don't see a single sonic boom. That's another thing that that I never actually thought about with these rockets that they're firing off. Why don't we see a sonic boom? That would escape velocity has to be faster than speed of sound. Right. I mean, how, right? Wouldn't you think? Like, what is escape velocity compared to compared? Uh, yeah. What is escape velocity? No, actually, I don't they, know. They grow up. They go up in slow motion. It's it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. The trajectory is performed, and then they they switch over to CGI for everybody on the television. That's right, Popeye. It's tell lie to your vision. Tell a lie to your vision. Well, it's actually televised vision. It was coming from the telephone. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Just it can be it can be several things, and it it's is live vision and it's programming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many coincidences there. Well, actually, what it was was, oh, dude, just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I turn into Lewis Black and start doing the thing where he points your finger. Why the fuck are there grip? That was the one thing about Lewis Black that I did like is he's like he's not really an evolutionist, which is weird considering he's a Jew. Mm. He's like, well, if we evolved from monkeys, why the fuck are there still monkeys? Yeah, it's a good question, too. I why mean, is there fucking... Well, I ask this all the time, like with evolution. If there's, if, if evolution, why sloth? Yeah, or evolution, why not? Why why not like a few chimpanzees that are like walking around? If competing if with, competing with Africans at least, right? If if evolution, how platypus? Yeah, like, exactly. If evolution, if evolution, why are there still fungi? Why are there still single-celled organisms? How is that? How how has not every well, well, John, every everything didn't have an evolutionary trajectory. Actually, it supposedly did. Yeah, especially on a long enough timeline, yeah. which we apparently are in. Right. We're on a very long timeline. Apparently, this is an extremely long timeline, which of course the paranormals are always right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have been over and over and over again. People are just mad. 
people are mad about us being right about COVID. People are mad about us being right about a lot of stuff. And they straw man us all the time. We'll, we'll talk, start talking about this, the shape of the earth thing. And the first thing they're like, well, Johnny, you believe in Tartaria and, uh, and everybody on you, or you believe in flat earth and every person on TV is a tranny. Okay. But like, that's not, that's not an argument. You know what I mean? When it came down to it, I've said this a few times, and the most important operation of all time, at least in our lifetimes, was pulled off. All the flat earthers got it right. All mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. And there were a whole lot of people on our side who make fun of flat earthers for being dumb, who completely bought every single part of the COVID lie. And probably even a lot of those people got vaccinated or at least encouraged other people to get vaccinated. So. Yeah. I don't they know encouraged people. A lot of people, they were like, well, if I was have to get vaccinated, I would definitely take this one. Well, if I was going to have yeah. to get vaccinated, I would do this one. Well, and the it, Jews got vaccinated, so that shows Oh, me my God. Oh, my do. God. Blacks got vaccinated because Jews did. Therefore, blacks are smarter than whites. Man. Dude, if we just did everything the way Jews did, but also but also the Jews are bad. Yeah. What? Fucking mental gymnastics to dude literally literally i've i i you wouldn't think for somebody of um his comportment could gymna- could gymnast so well but apparently it's just mentally so it doesn't involve having to get up yeah <laughs> or move at all <laughs> you know it's it's sad when ralph is smaller than you are <laughs> it's bad Speaking of which, uh, speaking of which, Ralph, if you are listening to this or somebody is listening to this, I will I'll, we'll go on the kill stream. I'll talk to Devin on the kill stream. I won't even call him names. I never call people names in debates. There's no reason to do that. Like, I'm not going to ad hom you. I'm not going to straw man you. But you will answer questions. And, you know, like, that's how it goes. Like, in a debate, like, I will, you know, I will answer your questions. You can answer my questions. Um, I'm not going to call your names. There will be no pan cuck, none of that stuff. But yeah, I'm more than willing to go on and, and talk to Black Pill. Which is some reason only only one side's willing to do that. Yeah. And we're told that this is the side with the bad argument, so it should be easy. Right, right. We're the bad argument guys. We're the ones that uh, yeah. We're the we're the ones that uh Oh, here's one that people always say, uh the ancient Greeks. Yeah, this yeah, the, one. Uh, I wish I had a better what was this, a screenshot for ants? Come on, Jack. Um <laughs> but there's Where's my photos? I have photos. Let me see. Uh, library. Um, let's scroll through all my my pictures. There's really nothing in there that I don't I don't want anybody seeing other than my docs. But whatever. Um. However, the uh, all the ancient all of the ancient societies had flat earth cosmologies right it's called all of them pretty much because uh, yeah, people well, always say well even, it's just even, the jews it was just the hebrews this is a hebrew talmudic that's stupid yeah just pisses me off it's like the talmud okay sure the Talmud. no they just believed the same thing that everybody else at that time believed mm-hmm. literally literally everyone at that time believed then they go oh well the jews believe this you're right just because the jews believed it didn't mean everybody else didn't too yeah right and I mean, they, we and can, then they you we can go to, to oh you want to you want to do Jewish Kabbalah? Well, all the astrophysicists today believe that the origin story of the universe is the same one that the Jewish Kabbalah came up with, which is the Ein Sof uh, explosion from a single point of light 
and uh, nothing became something. That's called the Big Bang, and that's the exact origins of the universe. And somehow all this comports with Kabbalah. And uh, so, I mean, your science has a whole lot more to do with Jewish mysticism than the uh, globe Earth does, guy. Right. Or rather than the flat Earth does, guy. Right. It's it's ridiculous. And again, this is the was it? The, it's the Mercator projection, right? Is it the flat Earth map? Yeah, Mercator is the square one. This is the square one. Is that the which the, one's the, the which Gleason is the the Gleason? The that's the one. equidistant map. Yeah, the, the Gleason, as, yeah. that's the one. Um, there it is. Yeah, I'm, your... I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try and pull these into the thing here. Um, but uh, it's it's amazing to me how people believe that you know it's just well it's this is a brand new thing that only the jews came up with so there's it couldn't possibly be it couldn't possibly be true because you know well jews the jews do this and no that's not how that's not necessarily how that works dude everybody believed that at the time and yeah. if this works with me here i'm going to pull all these in and we're going to scroll through them um but yeah you've got like navajo inca You've got the Norse mythology. The Norse mythology, you've got Yggdrasil, and you've got, which is the tree of life, and you've, which is the North Pole, and everything surrounding the North Pole. And all of these cosmologies, these flat Earth cosmologies, all have the North Pole as the center of everything, uh, including the Hebrew. And, you know, in the Hebrew, and they're, they're not excused, you know, and that doesn't mean, and again, you know, Hebrew doesn't necessarily mean Jew. Yeah, exactly. So. And that's for a whole other live stream, but uh, <laughs> we want people to get really fucking autistic. Yeah, sure. Well, and, Hebrew, and they do. Ancient, ancient Israelite yeah. doesn't necessarily mean Jew. Right. Okay, come on, drop this in the thing. Why won't let me drop it? All right, whatever. Where are these pictures? All right, here we go. Okay, so this is the Incan. This is the Inca model right it's a flat earth with a center you know in the center the mountain in the center and a, a local big, a local sun a local moon floating around the sky you know and, above it yep and the heavens above it yep um and waters below uh the egyptians uh you had the sky draped across the flat earth right and you had the firmament which is a, the woman i don't know who that goddess is or whatever but this is a very I never really took a good look at this this is kind of yeah Way to be pervs, Egypt. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Here's the Mayans. Uh, the Mayans is a pyramid in the center, uh, and then you had your twelve, your your twelve segments that go around. You know your twelve constellations um, that go around the flat, it's motionless Earth. And that's another thing that that you can't prove that the Earth moves at all. Like, and that's Coriolis, but like you can't prove that the Earth moves at all. Those rock nope. sculptures that you see, you'll see like one of those gifts of a um, like a, a stack of rocks that shouldn't be uh, gravitationally possible, right? With the water running behind it, and it's got like some stupid freaking live, laugh, love type slogan over it, right? Yeah. Be your best self today when you go out and blah, blah, right? But it's always got that. The, you can't do those if the Earth is moving at a thousand miles an hour. It just doesn't work that way, you know, right. like. Any sort of, I guess the earth doesn't vibrate whatsoever as it's spinning at a 30, 30, 33 degree angle, wobbling. No, it's it's just, got to wobble too. It's just conservation of motion and inertia. And you, you just can't, you just don't detect it. You don't notice it. Sure. Right. Right. There's a, Over the well, course also, of forever. Is uh, not even 
perfectly circular it's elliptical so it's going to have a point where it slows down and speeds up too mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. in which case you you would have some sort of a um of uh what do you call it um you'd be force to detect it at least you'd be able to detect it yes you'd be able you would know you're like oh i'm walking to the left today a little bit you ever see the horton yeah. here's a who the steve carell jim carrey animated thing uh, Dr. Seuss. I've only read the book. Okay, the doc in the in the movie, um, you know the 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 book. Obviously, in the book, um, Horton finds this speck, and on the speck is a whole world, and the speck on a clover, and whatever. And while Horton's carrying the speck, the that earth that world is moving around, right? It's kind yeah. of an interest. It was a very interesting sort of uh, um, if you look at it from far away as opposed to a children's story, um, but. Yeah, you'd have, you know, you, if we had some sort of thing where we sped up and slowed down, you could tell because, like, we'd have a tilt and, like, everybody would notice. It's like, oh, all right, everybody walks to the left today. Oh, it's March 13th. Yeah, we're going to be getting into that left walking part a little bit for a few days, you know, right. where we all know that the earth is going to slow down. And it's like um, when you're taking a train, you're taking the BART train or you're taking the MARTA through Atlanta, uh, moving Africans rapidly through Atlanta, <laughs> the MARTA. <laughs> um when you go around a corner, you kind of lean a little bit, right? You know, because you're because there's the inertia. There's that um, yeah. there's that motion that you're gonna, you know, the, uh, the fuck they call it. I can't think of the term right now off the top of my head. Where uh, an object in motion, it's inertia, but an object in motion tends to stay in motion. Yeah. But the the, the that's just inertia, John. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm overthinking it. I have been up since five this morning, so I did work today. Um, so I'm a, a wee bit tired, but yeah, there's no inertia. Like, and if the Earth slowed down and sped up, you'd feel the inertia. When the Earth sped back up, you would feel that. When the roller coaster takes off, you get sucked back into the seat. You know, yeah. uh, when the analinea or whatever it's called, when the Earth, when the Moon goes through the analinea and the Sun goes through its analinea, that's supposedly because of the way that the Earth wrote, uh, uh, orbits around the Sun. No, it's because of the way the Sun orbits through the atmosphere. Okay, it's uh, at smaller, and it, and that actually is a is a um, piece of evidence. I guess that would be a begging the question fallacy, but it does appear that if the sun is spinning above a smaller uh, area in the north, and then it gets larger in the south, that it would create the analema shape. Mm -hmm. Analema, that's the word. Yeah. So that, uh, Norse one. Go back to that Norse one real quick. Yeah, you got you're still in the middle. You've got um you got the rainbow bridge down to the underworld. Yeah. Yep. Right. The rainbow bridge goes to the underworld. It's got the Ouroboros, if you mm -hmm. notice there. See yep. the snake swallowing yep. its tail. And you got I the ice that's wall. What that is. The ice wall around it. And like there are so many guys in our thing who would be like the old gods, pagans, oh god, this. dude, the pagan. gang. Right? right. And then it's like Okay, but then as soon as you showed them this, they'd be like, Flat Earth, what are you fucking retarded? Right, like, exactly. Shill, Jew shill. Right, and right. the thing like, is, is, you can find... That's your shill. Aryan religion, guys. Like, they, it's like the exact model. <laughs> yep. Show. Yep. It's funny, but they're like, but, but the thing is, is you got Jews on both sides. What a surprise. Why am I not surprised? You have disinformation agents on both sides. You have the, the Kabbalah and the Talmud, which is pushing 
uh, the both the flat Earth and the Big Bang and all of, all of science pretty much. It's weird how uh, what's his name, Michio Kaki or whatever the hell the guy's name is. Kaku, yeah. Kaku, the guy, the the super smart Japanese science guy that's like, it's right. just like in the Kabbalah. Weird. I guarantee he's got to be Kaifeng, dude. Like part, like what's Japanese Kaifeng? Uh, there's a bunch of them. There are crypto. Um, I don't know about Chinese, but there's a bunch of crypto Koreans that act exactly like Jews here. Do you know what they, I'm like, talking about though? Like, like the, in China they have the Kaifeng, which are actually Jews, right? Genetically Jewish. Right. So in well, Japan, if you talk they to have... any Japanese here, it's like uh, Korean instead okay. of Chinese. It's like they uh-huh. they're crypto Korean and they actually have like Japanese names, but it's just like crypto Jews. Right. It's right, like right, they take right, Japanese right. name, but then they work towards. Uh, subverting Japanese society in exactly the same way that Jews do. You They're should, probably uh, Jewish, like, dude. They probably. I mean, like, yeah, I, I would, dude. The amount of evidence that China is set up the way it is set up by Jews and the people around Mao and all these people. These people were all Jews, and the people are you know surrounding them. And that's not to say that Jews didn't marry in while they were running the Silk Road. You know, and like all the all the kibbutzes all the way from. Uh, from China to Italy or wherever the hell they had the, you know, they had the, the Silk Road went along, along the Great Wall, along the Great Wall that went all the way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not buying. I don't buy that China is this, you know, this big anti-Semitic, but only only really respects Jews thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And, and I could see that happening in Japan. You know, I can see it happening everywhere. They're they're and they're well, on both. I mean, they they act exactly like that. Like they come here right. and then they get into government. They get into the movie industry. I'm not joking. Mm. And uh, they actually have Korean like origins and stuff, but they change their name, and then they start working towards adding more sex and uh, those the, like the same thing, dude. Like all it's all the same shit. And then they start going, "Oh, you need to take more refugees from Korea and North Korea." And so it's like. Who are you people? Like what the Yeah, fuck? it's Jews. It's it's just yeah. Asian Jews, yeah. Um yeah. there we go. But yeah, back to the Norse the Norse one. But you have all these things that are <laughs> that are right here. Yeah. Your pay gang like, your, your pay gang gods. It's all right there. They believe that, you know? And but uh no. But no. Um Babylon. Interesting yeah. that yeah, the Norse and then Babylon and then Hebrew all believe the same world existed. Mm-hmm. There's the Egyptian, the god Nut. Representing, he the likes firmament. touching her titty, doesn't he? And he's got the titty and the one in the crotch. Yep. Um, in the Hindu, you had the the big cobra, which was the firmament. You had the big mountain in the middle that was head. Then uh, everything was held up on the back of a tortoise by four elephants. That's the turtle, is the Hindu. And everything slowly moves through the universe. Yep. Uh, Celtic, you had uh, the tree in the middle. You know, you have the the flat earth. You also have an underworld. Every all of these have an underworld, right? Yep. Every single one of these have an underworld. And here at the Paranormies, we are big advocates of what we call layer cake earth. Uh where, you know, there's what we see and then there's the underworld and the underworlds beneath. So there are, there are probably several different underworlds. Who knows? I mean, we, we we don't know. You know who and might there's know? There's probably there's probably a lot of guys who believe in the hollow earth and mm-hmm. the hollow earth actually makes a whole lot more sense on a flat earth model than it does on a globe model. Cause as soon as you get a hollow earth on a globe model, you have to start doing all this crazy shit like they did in Kong in the most recent donkey or not donkey Kong, King Kong <laughs> movie where they start having to like go upside down to stick with the gravity. Once they enter the hollow yeah, earth, the one they went in the, it was really weird. weird. Yeah. They had to really twist themselves into knots to make that thing work. Whereas if it's a flat earth, it's like, well, it's just a big cave system. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. 
makes so much more sense that way. Yep. And yeah, and again, yeah, the the Hollow Earth model, and you have Jan Lamprecht's version where the sun is on the inside. You have an inside yeah. sun and everything. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. About, I really don't know. I, I think Jan actually believes in the globe. Um, this is a book, Hollow Earth, Hollow Planets. You know, he, I guess he's one that believes that everything circle must be a sphere in the sky. That's another the one. Lights above, yeah, the I lights see, above my table are spheres. Therefore, my table is a sphere. Right. Here's, here's, here's Hebrews. Waters above the firmament. Yeah, the firmament. Earth, the mountains, and Sheol. And then underneath you had the, the deep. Below. Yep. yep. Which is, again, the underworld. Mm-hmm. The underworld. Yep. Navajo, they had one, you know. Same sort of thing. Um, now, these people, now, the older societies, they definitely believed we lived on a flat disc with an edge, uh, maybe because they did traverse to whatever the ice wall really is, and maybe that is the container for whatever this part of uh, this circuit board or giant whatever, you know, I don't know, maybe this is giant, like a giant Lego playset, right? And there's a bunch of playsets separated by a bunch of space, Whatever that is, right? And each little playset is its own little world. I mean, that's if you want to look at it like that. Yeah. I mean, Unlike the globe people, we're not making any positive claims. Yeah, we don't talking. know. We don't. We have no idea. We've seen videos yeah. where people go to the ice wall and they get, or or don't go to the ice wall and get turned around by people with guns. So we know that that happens. We have seen videos of expeditions to what was we were told was the ice wall. So we have to take that. I mean, we're. I guess it's begging the question if we take that as at its face value. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, 90 mile an hour winds. Palm trees going sideways. Earth spinning at 1,000 miles an hour. Completely flat. Serene. <laughs> Absolutely flat. This looks like a Bob. Um, this looks like a Bob, Bob Ross painting. Yeah. Happy, happy. So the, the equator would be 1,000 mile an hour yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, the earth is spinning at 1,000 miles an hour. The trees are still spinning at 1,000. That butterfly is yeah. spinning at a thousand miles an hour. You ever see a butterfly? Like they're the worst flyers. They're just like they're all over the place, right? Yeah. You ever try to track a butterfly with a BB gun, man? And you're like, you get that's how you get good at shooting a BB gun, is shooting butterflies. <laughs> yes, that's a dick move. All right, I get it. I never shot butterflies. I'm being I never actually did that. <laughs> squirrels, squirrels or another one. But um, but no, dude, like butterflies the way that they fly as uh as shittily as they fly, is that a word? Um you would think that the air moving, I mean, they're moving at a thousand miles an hour as well, right? They would take off and it would just be whoosh, gone, right? They'd just be like, what? they wouldn't even be able to hang on with those giant, those giant wings with covered in powder, you know, that they have on these tiny little bodies that float around and, and somehow manage to flit their way to a, to a flower that's also apparently spinning at a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, just the amount of cognitive dissonance you have to engage in to believe the globe model after a while. You know? it, it's hard, and I, man. And, and here's the thing, is that all of us who came to these conclusions went in trying to disprove Flat Earth, went in saying, no, no, it's definitely a globe, and there's definitely space outside of it, because we were all indoctrinated from birth, from like literally almost from birth, with the idea that that's the universe that we live in. And uh, there just comes a point where if you're honest and you're asking questions and you're willing to, you know, really follow the answers through to their final conclusion, it there's too much that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, we, we don't know. Let's 
way you know you go way south we don't know what's there right go way north we don't know what's there go way up we don't know what's there there may be a firmament there may be a fucking computer screen there it may be something like the 13th floor in the movie the 13th floor where you get too far outside of the your the city limits and everything just starts turning into matrix code we don't have any fucking clue what happens when you go yeah far enough but right or, or is, like when when neo went into um when neo went into um what do you call it uh whatever realm it was you know and it was just nothing just white right yeah, yeah, yeah just white right like just, limbo uh I don't, we don't know dude we have no we're not we're not offering a solution to that but we can but what we can do is we can disprove your globe math we can disprove yeah. your globe arguments so um yeah. and it's, we can disprove it's your model measurable according to your model so if you can do that, then don't get mad at us when we use the instruments to measure it. And those instruments are constantly showing something that's much bigger than it should be or much further than it should be. Right. So. All right. Are we good? I think we're good with the flat earth thing. Yeah. yeah. Also, also, the moon landing didn't happen. That's another <laughs> thing these guys are always tied to. If uh, oh, you don't believe the moon landing happened either, you're you're shitting on the most Aryan of achievements is the uh the moon landing yeah the most Aryan of achievements yeah the most Aryan of achievements is like this fantasy fucking narnia uh achievement that we made we mm -hmm. we successfully made it through the mirror to the fucking lion's castle <laughs> it's so stupid you can't go to space there's no space there's no space you to can't go to. Air. Yeah. there's no air sticking to a ball there's no water sticking to a ball there's no gas pressure without containment there's nobody going up into space sorry space is fake that, that doesn't mean there's not something there mm -hmm. here's an interesting thing that i, I like um jason uh, archaics is the guy that really gave me this idea but like you know how we keep seeing further and further into space like he's one of the first people who pointed out that whatever you're looking at is fractal and so the deeper you look into any of these things, including uh, at the micro level as well, the macro and the micro level, mm -hmm. uh, especially if what we're looking at is some form of, and I'm not saying we live in a computer or a simulation. I'm saying that whatever we're looking at acts in the way that, um, that a fractal computer or a fractal program acts. And if you keep looking at something that's fractal, it keeps going forever. It doesn't have an end. And that makes sense that if you were to look into space, the deeper that you look in, the more fractal patterns you're going to see, the more depth that you're going to see. But there's absolutely no evidence that anybody's ever gone there or that you can go there in the mm. first place. The, mm. you, you can keep looking, though. Yeah. And again, it's another one of those things where this, uh, if you look, the simulation is going to give you what you want to find, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Because, like I said earlier, we can have we can have arguments with globe guys and and flat guys, and they both can completely. That's the thing; they co both can completely believe their own side of the story. These these globers believe a hundred percent that they're correct. They believe the NASA stories. They believe what they they believe what they've seen with their eyes, right? But it's yep. but but it's through the TV. It's through the looking glass, pal. And this realm, whatever this is that we live in, it does give you whatever it is you're looking for. And it gives it in a fractal manner mm -hmm. in that when we start looking at it, this is why, like, we, we I, I think you're the same as me, Johnny, anymore. Like, when we see some of these big events happen, you don't really have to look at it too long. You go, okay, that's fake. And then you just sort of move on. But if you do spend time looking into it, like, 
say there's a fake shooting event or something like that. It's like you're going to see the 33 here and the 666 there and the 911 here. And you're going to see some impossible stuff that shouldn't have happened and some cops did this and that. And then you start looking at it and more and more, the more you look into it, the more quickly you come to the conclusion that it's absolutely impossible for all of this to have been coordinated by people. And yet the deeper you look into it, the more and more coordination that is is obvious that's there. And so then you have to sort of st- take a step back and stop looking so deeply into it and take the 50,000 foot view and go, wow, this is something that um, is, is, is some sort of fractal creation of consciousness, of human consciousness. And the entire realm seems to work that way in that if you look into the sky, you're going to see more and more of whatever you're looking for there. If you look into the microscopic level, you're going to see deeper and deeper and you never reach anything that is the smallest thing that exists, right? Like, I mean, you can't see an atom as far as I know. But the same thing when you look into events, you're going to see deeper and deeper into something. Like we just, uh, somebody brought up the fucking Columbine thing. I didn't even know about this. I'm sure it was, uh, not, This is, I don't think this is new or Mandela effect or anything like that. But like uh, the thing I pointed out yesterday when, that uh dogbot shared that twitter thing about um the columbine shooting and there was like 40 something explosive devices and yeah uh, yeah like there's 30 of them that actually went off and 42 total and 15 at their house it's like how the fuck did these guys make 60 bombs and set off most of them like i didn't even know about that shit on top of killing all these other people like really how the fuck is that even possible Mm. it's not that's the thing. Oh, I have a <clears throat> somebody says if, if it can be observed, measured, and mapped and navigated, it can be modeled. Yeah, okay. I mean, sure. You're gonna get to the end of it? You're gonna map map all of it? You're gonna measure all of it? Like yeah. okay. It doesn't yeah, that's not how it works. You, you have this? to have every a model requires every a knowledge of every single aspect of something. And necessarily we are kept by the power structure from seeing all of this thing. So demanding that we have a full model is an impossible task and extremely convenient for the globe people. This is why they push that so hard. Oh, you don't have a model? Oh, that's fake then. You don't right. we have a model. Here's Your one. models have got all sorts of problems. Right. Dumb fuck. Exactly. Um, this is funny. Let's see if I can find this. Get this up. Oops. So uh Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why are all craters at exactly 90 degrees to the flat surface? Not a single one has ever had an inclination or angle trajectory prior to impact. Right, because they're probably bubbles. They are. They're probably yeah. bubbles. That's what it looks like to me, bubbles. Right. Same as the moon. That's pretty funny there. That's a that's a funny picture. Where they? Yeah. The different pictures of the blue marble. But here's one. This guy's like, oh, here's, here's let me cherry pick this one. Wolf Creek Crater. Higher in elevation on one side than the other. Obviously, something hit this at an angle. It's still perfectly round, dude. Yeah. Like, okay, so it has higher elevation on one side of it than the other. So this bubbly pimple on the earth popped on one side a little higher than the other. That's not an that's not a refutation, pal. That's still a 90 degree angle. The thing still looks all, like all the moon craters are perfectly circular and also we're told that they're impact craters, but then only one side of the moon faces the earth because it's tidally locked. So all those asteroids would have to go around the Earth and then hit at a 90-degree angle into the moon to make these perfectly round craters. Mm-hmm. It makes zero sense. Oh, here's one, Skull. The, uh, why, does it, why is this up, why is the, why moon upside down from other side of Earth? <laughs> 
Because once you get past the center of the dome, just like in a snow globe, the light refracts in the the, the opposite direction. So you're going to see things in the opposite. It's like a mirror image. Also, whatever you see in the sky doesn't prove whatever the shape of the ground is, period. That's absolutely That's true. And don't forget that yeah. that uh, we believe... We believe, oh boy. Your image says not a single one, so to disprove it, I need to only find a single example. Shut we up. We did that with the black swan. Thanks. Yeah. We we did that with the black swan. Yeah, no, no, no. This is, this guy's doing it with the this guy's doing it with the uh with the uh the craters. And somebody told me somebody told me <laughs> I, in fairness, I could have approached Devin a lot more reasonably instead of him calling him a fag and a normie right off the bat. Hmm. Yeah, but he did do the pancake and all the appeals to. Well, he uh, wasn't interested in talking to you anyway. He wasn't, he wasn't in, interested. Yeah, he wasn't interested in it. Like he started, like he went right off the bat to the defense of hiding behind the m- m- workable model. Yeah. So whatever. So, yeah. So you know. So my my only object there is to just you know bully him. <laughs> Sorry, that's 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 the way it goes around here. It's like who's who's gonna be a big baby anyway? Like, oh, you called me a name. I'm not gonna debate you now. Right, right. <laughs> if you can debate, you're not gonna care about. You. Like, it's like Professor Dave. I'd like to see um, Nathan um, Nathan Oakley de- debate. And Nathan has offered to debate Professor Dave. He debated. He offered to debate Dave after that disastrous uh, Dave Weiss interview with or debate, quote unquote, with. Professor Dave, and of course, Professor Dave is like, no, because you just silence people on your show, blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, I wonder why that happens. Yeah, like, he tells you, him he to like, shut up because you suck. Yeah, but well, because somebody will talk over him and use logical fallacies the entire time, and he'll only let you get away with that for so long, and then you actually have to come up with a uh, debate that or an argument that doesn't require logical fallacies or talking over someone or personal attacks, and, and of course, that's all Dave ever does. So, but anyway, the you know, if someone really wants to debate like <laughs> getting called a name is like the least of what you're going to expect to happen in that sort of thing especially if it's a flat earth glow earth thing mm-hmm. yep so um we're already running on two and a half hours dude this is pretty good well, uh you wanted to talk about uh ai a little bit earlier yeah i just run, run run through through some AI for a little bit yeah. um i kind of like ai in what in what regard? Um, obviously, I understand that it's going to and it, like this is without getting into like all the things that AI is. Is it machine learning? Is it actual AI? Does it actually you know is it going to develop a consciousness or is it demons working through a machine or anything like that? Like I, I understand there's lots of different fears of like what it, it could actually be, but just like setting that aside, like obviously this is a new technology that's getting introduced and it's not going away and the world is going to change, period. So there's going to be two ways you can go with it. You can just let the fucking tidal wave take you away and sweep you away and get killed by it. Or you can grab a surfboard and be like, all right, let's see where this goes. And this is something that has happened all the way throughout um, you know, history, whereas robotics, um, maybe they were saying that like robots and factories were going to replace everyone's jobs, but people yep. still have jobs. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, you know, and like there's robots the world- too. They work right alongside each other. Yeah. And the world changes and it is going to replace like lots of jobs. Like there's a lot of jobs that I think uh, are going to be fucking hilarious when they're replaced. And when those jobs disappear, like all these journalists 
and um oh yeah women's studies and african studies and all these things that are just going to be completely useless fake, and they're going to be careers yeah yeah they're going to be totally phased out and even uh, there's and it gets deeper you know there's going to be a lot of doctors um lawyers um lots of uh things that can be mm. just switched to computers lawyers and, aren't, lawyers not going to happen remember they already did that they yeah, tried that you just be like here's your here's all the possibilities of how this could go so well, why do we need a person to juke the system like this right but that's the thing is they already tried that they had some sort of um deposition or something done by ai and it got picked off by the judge because some of the um some of the cases that were cited were fake the, the ai made them up so I think I wonder, that the, I think the Jews are going to make sure that AI is nowhere near the legal system unless they're yeah that makes sense yeah that's what I'm that saying yeah <clears throat> now doctors and stuff um, I said this for a very long time uh, first of all doctors don't do anything but practice okay and they carry a very large insurance plan in case they fuck up while they're practicing because they don't actually do anything to help you uh, because every diagnosis made pretty much is made through Google. All and pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. No, no, no. This, this is a fact. Most diagnoses are made by Google. Your doctor doesn't actually make the diagnosis anymore. Doctors have all these apps now where they put in your basically put your symptoms in, and uh, the algorithm will pull up every type of thing that could be wrong with you that, that correlates to these symptoms, cross-reference it a few times, and boom, you have what's wrong with you. Here's the list of things you know I, why the hell do i need that to go to a doctor to do that i can do that myself right i have access to all this, this google um yeah i actually caught my doctor googling and i told her that i was like i was like yo i could do that and straight up I, I said yo i could do that and she laughed she's like yeah <clears throat> she goes but you don't have access to the pub and she's, which is true they have access to stuff that we don't have you know uh databases that we don't have through google well, it's like also you don't have the license, but it's like you won't have the right. license if you don't do it the exact way that they're making you do it. Exactly the way that the Rockefellers told you that you had to do it with the American Medical yeah. Association. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Um, funny. Well, I mean, so there's there's lots of like changes that are going to happen because of this that are, you know, this is going to like streamline the system, but it's also going to create this like the streamline is going to be this rut that is like one way to do like we were saying earlier, you know, like you're going to go to chat GPT and it's going to give you the one answer, which is really dangerous. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like that at all. And I would I highly recommend that people now like start investing in old books and um, get, get as big of a library of paper library as you can. But uh, I think there's, there's really cool stuff too, that are possibilities like the ability of individuals and groups mm -hmm. of people like us to create things and to to make projects that wouldn't have been possible before without millions of dollars and um to like i just shared something last night about it was this movie trailer about how ai takes over the world and there's like humans right. are having to stage a revolution to take the world back it's kind of like the matrix but mm -hmm. like an ai made this whole movie trailer in seven <laughs> hours it just rendered this whole movie trailer and when you look at the movie trailer it looks fucking cool yeah like, i'm like no, i, I watched watch i was like damn that was good yeah right Right? It's like, I want to watch this, whatever that is. And and I think soon people are going to be able to put in prompts and make their own movies like this. And you're not going to have to worry about like, oh, this movie is filled with Africans and, and uh, Jews and like. Uh, I bet you it won't let you do that, though. I don't know. 
I don't know. Everything's open source, right? Like yeah. everything's open source. Yeah. So why why couldn't we have uh at least a working version where people could create their own stuff and create their own like comic books, media, sure. movies, fun stuff like that. Uh, I, I just think like there's cool, really cool stuff that we've never been able to do in uh at least known history mm-hmm. that's gonna be possible soon. And um so long as you're not like completely because there's going to be two classes of people and i think the class divide is really going to widen soon and you're going to get the class of people who are like the klaus schwab like live in the pod completely shut yourself off um eat the eat the bugs is going to be like a choice you make on purpose and because you chose to like get the um what's it called the uh, e, uh not ebt the um the the, the stipend from the government right, where you don't right. have to work, whatever that's fucking called. I forgot what it's, uh, what it's called. And uh, then there's going to be another class of people who are more independent minded, I think, and who won't, don't want to take from the system and want to, uh, you know, try and form collectives and grow their own food and have communities. Of, and they're, you're still going to have access to a lot of this technology. Like, it's not going to be just the completely different worlds where people have to become Amish or you know, it's a, like A or B, you know, you can become Amish or you can just like fucking assimilate into the Borg mind, hive mind. I don't think it's going to be quite uh, as stark a contrast as that. And I think there's going to be cool opportunities for people who are um, willing to make a little bit of a, a sacrifice mm-hmm. and make sure that they don't just like, you know, it's going to be hard not to be assimilated into the Borg hive mind, I think, because they're going to make it so easy and right. convenient. But for those who don't and who resist it, there's going to be some cool opportunities, I think. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I I agree. I mean, I don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks it's going to be, you know. Mm. Um, but I do think, like you said, it's going to replace a lot of people's jobs. There's going to be a lot more useless eaters out there. Yes, literally useless. Which is where the whole you know, eat the bugs thing is coming from. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eat the like, chitin and it'll eat your insides. They're like, what are they? What are we going to do with all these fucking? That's also why, like, they're not just going to like kill everybody. I think it's going to be a, more of a slow depopulation process. It already is. I mean, it's already been been, been doing that. They're just like finding something to do with these fucking useless mm-hmm. idiots. Mm-hmm. In that respect, I, I you know I can't really disagree with them too much. Like, there's a lot of people I don't have a lot of respect for. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a useless eater. I have a list. So yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, go to the mall and look around, right, dude? Yeah, yeah. that's the argument. You know, where every life has value. No, it doesn't. No, nope, <laughs> nope. In if fact, there's not... a lot with negative, negative net value lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm not uh, just talking about blacks. You know, what I mean, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot of whites that get it too. Like, you know, what I mean, it's not just it's not just this whole. Yeah, I'm not making it about that. Uh, you can see that like if you're not a positive contribution to your society you're net negative you're a useless eater like you know what i mean yeah. if you're, what what are you doing what are you doing if you're living generationally on welfare and uh you know because you're because the house values have gone up because property values have gone up and now you're pissed off because your taxes went up fifteen hundred dollars this year because your house went up i mean if you're mad about fifteen hundred dollars of the house value taxes and you know and then that means somebody has somebody in your house has to get a job <laughs> you know what i mean because you're like third generation uh your great-grandparents built the house it's paid off whatever you know you're like third generation grandkids living there with no jobs just doing drugs and there's so much of that dude 
Yeah. It's, do generational wealth do generational welfare abuse exists everywhere and it's disgusting no matter where it happens. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But also but also get that bag, I guess, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's like um it's it, the the world now is just constant offers being mm-hmm. made. Mm-hmm. So like the whole bottled water thing, like bottled water is so easy, you know, you can drink bottled water. But you can make yourself a thermos of fucking water or tea or something. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to drink this poison that um castrates you that chemically castrates you but you can go to 7-Eleven oh, and get it for like but it's filtered less... though skull it's filtered yeah. yeah yeah right 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 i bought a berkey i bought i, I filter everywhere i have a i have a berkey i i fell for the alex jones meme but i i do the the four uh four black filters and the fluoride filters too so yeah no that's like that's what you should be doing i thankfully um the place that i live i have a well and i know the well like um, my wife asked me last night, she's like, well, how do we know the well's not poison? It's like, and it, that does happen where like, if you live near a, like a big factory farm, mm-hmm. your well's probably fucking full of pesticides and shit right. and you still need to filter your water. But we had these little minnows, these little tiny, little bitty tiny fish. And then we just kept them in a fishbowl and the water would evaporate. And the first time my, my wife's husband like filled the water up from the sink. And your, I'm like, you can't do that. You gotta put this. That's you. My wife's father. I'm sorry. Um, my father-in-law. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm, no, I'm not a cook. And uh, I was like, "You got to put the pills in to get rid of the fluoridation of the water, or something like that." And he's like, "No, you don't. You just fill it up." And so for three years, these fish were just like totally fine in this little fishbowl. The water, yeah, just a little fishbowl. The water evaporate, just fill it up from the sink. So it's kind of like the canary in the coal mine thing. Like I know if these little tiny fish are fine, that's like, they're not just drinking the water. That's like, they're literally, yeah, they literally live. That's their, yeah. That's they, their whole thing. Yeah. So, um, but you know, if you live near a, uh, something, you know, even if you have a well, you do need to be careful and test and stuff. You should oh, yeah. be filtering it. Oh, you it's should definitely test your groundwater anyways, just because of the fact that there have been spills and dumpings and chemicals and, chemtrails yeah. and all kinds of shit dude just always yeah make sure you're drinking clean water you don't chemtrail where i am either weirdly enough hmm. must be Ever. nice yeah i know i'm not complaining but then i live in a per- in an area where it's like still 95 percent masks so still to this yeah, day that's, that's, so, yeah so um, there's always trade-offs it's like there's no black people but everyone here's a slave everyone's a what slave a oh really- slave yeah yeah um so let's address real quick before uh we're getting we're getting on three hours here bro um yeah which is cool this is blown by but uh let's address the why would they lie jesus christ that's the one why and how would they cover it up but skull all these countries would just you know get all their governments together and be like yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna pretend yes that's literally it yes Yes, <laughs> yeah, they would absolutely do that. Yes, I'm a hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Why? Why would they lie about having nuclear bombs? Well, fear. Uh, if you could control the entire population of the world through fear and the threat of the annihilation of everything that you know, including your entire history, your family lineage, and all the future and the entire planet we live on, why wouldn't you do that? You could control everything. You could have absolute compliance and you wouldn't have to do anything. You just make a big uh, TNT explosion 
and make a couple of movies, really shitty movies, actually, where yeah. the uh, a, a model house explodes, but the camera doesn't even shake. Even when you take the video from the inside of the house and you have little model people into well, the house. Hold on a second. I forgot about that. There's yeah, there's the inside the house video. How did, yeah, that, how did always, that footage make it through the blast? Yeah, there's always the cope that's like, oh, the camera was five miles away and it was zoomed in really well. And that's why the camera didn't shake, even though like if it was a nuclear blast, there'd still be some sort of uh, sure blowback. something. There's inside the house videos of the thing happening. Like, so they're sorry for your cope, but right. So, <laughs> so yeah, stupid. you can just extrapolate that to any other lie. Yep. It's really that. Why easy. would they lie? Why would they lie about the shape of the earth that people really get hung up on that one? Well, the shape of the earth, the realm that we live in is tied to every other psyop. So you need the whole big bang, billions of years, millions of years required for the creation of the earth. And then all that, all that ties into evolution. That's where dinosaurs come in. Mm -hmm. Like um, I, I, obviously both of us believe that there were very large creatures at some point and maybe still are some areas of the earth. But the whole billions and millions of years, uh, that ties into evolution, that ties into the erasure of God, that ties into the erasure of all religion, that ties into making people believe that they are insignificant and accidental and the result of uh, chance, and that there is no God, that there is no higher consciousness or power that rules or controls or created this place that we live in, and that means that you can control people like slaves, and you can... Uh, make them do absolutely anything because the only existence that they have is what exists right now here in this place. And uh, if you take that away or you threaten people, then you can uh, control them because they're going to believe that, you know, this is it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else left. That's how communism is made possible as well. Um, all of these things are locked in to each other because if you believe that you're small and insignificant and can be controlled, then uh, you don't believe that there's any higher power that's controlling this whole thing. You don't believe that there's anything beyond this, that the life has meaning even. Uh, so pretty easy to control people with a, a narrative like that. And so why would they lie? It was like, yeah, all of these, all, all, all of these uh, benefits that the system gets out of this are come, come from that. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't they lie about it? Like, yeah, why wouldn't they lie right. is the better question. Like you see when you, all the fucking lies that they tell and then you ask why they would lie. There's so many. Right. Every single thing, you know, and this is where the bug gnat meme comes from. Um, you know, the Holocaust is fake. Right. But every other conspiracy theory is retarded. Yeah. Which is funny they, because everything. Why would they lie about the Holocaust? Right. Why would they lie about the Holocaust and then not lie about everything else? Yeah. But, uh. There's the other thing is like you guys talk about oh. how like we deny white achievement by saying the moon landing didn't happen, but aren't you denying your favorite uncle's white achievement? Yeah, by denying right. the Holocaust. Like, don't you guys like Hitler? Like, <laughs> like what? Is, I thought you guys like Hitler. Wouldn't you guys be like, you like Hitler did nothing wrong? Apparently, he he didn't gas any Jews. Apparently, if you guys, <laughs> if you got right, I mean, you guys are all oh, the only thing he did wrong was fight a two a three prong war in the middle of the winter. Okay, and apparently the Jews thing, like he didn't do that. According to you guys, I mean that's your that's your one thing you you stand on hundred percent, Bugnat. He was he was pretty nice to them actually. It was yeah. yeah, gave him gave him passage to Palestine, took banked all their money. You know he, he told the Rothschilds to go fuck themselves. You know he didn't tell to go fuck themselves the Jews that went to to to, to Palestine. Yeah, you know, um, 
he might have put Rothschild bankers in. I don't know. Do you believe that Hitler put Rothschild bankers in in prison, or do was it like, or was it like one of those like, it was it was a Hunter Biden esque thing where like one of the Rothschild boys got in trouble for something. It it gets so impossible to know what happened at that right level. because history's fake anyways. So like, who the fuck knows? The fact that the the fact that the uh, approved narrative of the Rothschilds is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you know the that they bought up. All of the British, uh, uh, what do you call it, stock exchange based on based on uh, semaphore signals that had been se- fucking semaphore. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Flag waving. Semaphore and fucking smoke signals, dude. Like, are you kidding? I mean, not smoke signal, but for real, semaphore and flags. Like they sent, they, dude, they sent, they sent that uh, that uh, Napoleon had. You know, they did the thing where they lied and they got it to their press, and the press printed printed the lies that the, the British had lost the war and all the British sold all of their stocks and the stock market crashed and then. Then the they Rothschilds bought, bought, and then Nathaniel Rothschild bought, or Amstel or whichever one of them, Amstel is a beer, isn't it? I don't know. Whatever. One of those guys, one of the Rothschilds bought it all up, and then his six sons went off and started these six banks. That's the official fucking story, right? Yeah. And that's a conspiracy theory. And then, yeah. You they know, made a then, movie about it. Yeah. Like they showed so, it. They, they don't so, you know so, you know, it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that's not true. <laughs> like, the fact that you know who these Rothschilds are, the fact that, that like, uh, Evelyn de Rothschild is the queen's grand vizier. And I always say, why does the queen need a grand vizier? The grand vizier means grand wizard. Right. Why, right, why does the right. queen need a seer? Right. How come they still have a grand wizard, but we can't? Right. Right. And then you tell people, you know, that well, who was the, who, which was it? Uh, JP Morgan said that millionaires have accountants, but billionaires have astrologers. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and when you say that to people, they're like, oh, what he meant was, like no, what he meant was these motherfuckers have mystics on their crew. Yeah, like they literally yeah. have mystics. Okay, like, that's who John D was. That's who, John D. Yeah, John D was the mystic 007, the mystic. The he guy. was literally talking with uh, angels, mm-hmm. figuring out what direction. And I don't think they were the good guy angels. Straight which direction up, they... Black Crow style. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if they called him by name. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Not that song that are in my head. I know that was the point. <laughs> um, but no, he actually did. He he had he spoke with extra dimensional beings or whatever. And again, yeah. speaking in of ciphers, extra, until he got to the point where he's like, okay, now you guys, you guys want to learn more? Now you got a wife swap, and then both of them are kind of like, oh, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, for real. And one of them was like, <laughs> okay, and the other one was like, Wah. wait a minute, this, yeah. this seems kind of weird. I thought yeah. you guys were angels. We are angels. We are angels. Ah, yeah, right. But but yeah, who knows? I mean, it always turns into butt stuff. So, yep. <sighs> and that's where it is nowadays. Yeah, you know what? I, you know what? I'm speaking of extra dimensional and interdimensional beings. Is uh, what's that guy Gorsh or Gorsek or whatever his name is? The uh, the alien whistleblower dude. You know what I'm talking about? That's been in the news. Uh, uh, the weird guy on yeah. the con. The- that guy that sounds like um, Stephen Paddock's, Paddock's brother. brother. Yeah. I was, I, what I've been saying, and I say it at work, people laugh. At it. I was like, dude, I want somebody to, to talk about me the way this guy talks about extra dimensional beings. Right, right. Like, and Congress is just like, wow, aliens, oh, wow. And it's on every fucking channel, and it's on every news station. It's all over the place. It's not just Tucker Carlson for five minutes at the end of his Thursday show, right? 
it's the same thing as globe earth man it's like you use yep. space and now you're using aliens so you've used people's mk ultra trigger world words so you can say literally anything and people will just be like it's true mm-hmm. yep um bottom line is as I, bottom line bottom line is i don't see a debate happening um no, no Devin doesn't debate that's fine yeah. You can go hide behind his appeals. To Here's the cool thing, though. Uh, whenever people lose, lose their minds about um, like flat Earth and they sure. make a big deal about it, uh-huh. the the people on like the globe side, they're not going to have their mind changed, right? But there are a group of people who are looking third parties and they're watching the arguments on both sides and they're watching the globe people not engage even though they're sort of losing their minds and making a big deal out of this thing. And then the flat earth people are like, okay, let's have a conversation about this. I'm not going to have a conversation with you. You're a crazy flat earther. And it's like, we just, we just have questions about like air pressure and seeing too far and Coriolis and why flight times aren't reduced and why you can't hover a drone and have China come over to you. And it's like, I'm not going to talk with you. You're crazy flat earther. And there's a group of people, and this is why I think more and more people are becoming flat earthers, is because they're looking at the argument. They're hearing them involuntarily. Like, they weren't going to hear these arguments otherwise. So whether or not you want to have a debate, a debate is being had. And uh, we are winning because the truth is on our side. And so um, thanks, Devin. We appreciate it. Yeah, give us give us a chance to say these things. But that's the thing is um, I'm I'm not arguing with him. I'm not doing the debate. On Twitter, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna post where people are like, well, we'll prove this, we'll do that, like the stuff that I read to you earlier that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. We, ju- we just did it, so yeah, I'm not, you know. There you go, guys. You come listen to our stream. Check out the to check out the podcast version of this, which will be up sometime this weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there's anything else you guys want to know about flat Earth, I'm sure uh, we can talk about it. <laughs> There's lots of stuff on our channel. Too. Yeah, we have so much on our channel about that. We've covered. Um, Use the search bar, like for anything yeah. you're curious about. I've archived so much stuff and yep. so many videos and and uh, podcasts and debates and stuff. So, yeah, I need to export the channel and all the stuff with it, just to have all that stuff somewhere offline. Yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Um. But for real, man, there's so much stuff on our channel that you can look up to talk about that. Uh, any question that you have about the flat earth stuff, you can find. Just hit that little search button, put your word in, hit enter. I guarantee you there'll be at least more than four. <laughs> um, yeah, one, one in, one X. Uh, DM one of us if you want to get unblocked. It's yeah. probably join lock. If you got blocked on our chat, it's probably join lock because it started working again and it keeps out the spammers, but if you press join chat, it blocks. It automatically bans you. So yeah, you're gonna have to. How do people get in? Uh, how, do, how have people been getting in? Like the little elven Swedish kid that got in today. The thing it stopped working. Join lock stopped working for like two months or three months or something, and now just the last week it started working again. So uh, okay, uh, preferably uh, DM one of our admins, so it's not like constantly one of us. Because yeah. we have like sixteen admins. So, yeah, they. Yeah. It's much easier on us if uh, one of them can unblock you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just for Janny purposes because we don't really ban people. We don't, we only ban people from the chat if they're being exceptionally rude and dicks about stuff. Yeah. Like we have yeah. we have some people who disagree with us quite heartily on things, but we don't. You know, we're not faggots about it. 
Yeah, we don't. We seriously, there's people in the chat who are globe earthers who've been in the chat for a long time who vehemently disagree and they don't get banned. You get banned because you'd be a dick. Yeah. And they don't we don't yeah. argue. You know, they'll they'll say their piece and we'll say our piece. And a lot of times they just stay out of it now. You know, yeah. when, the, when the new people come in and yep. um, and it's cool. Like we, we only ban people who come in and do the whole old cake or Johnny blah, 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 blah with TRS or whatever. You know what I mean? That's yeah. yeah. Just that's the only it's like I, I disagree with one thing and I make a point and then all of a sudden it's like you're a Jew and you fucking have good kids. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. OK, that's not. Yeah, that's not allowed. <laughs> Johnny, okay. why were you? Why? Why are you OK with your anti-Semitic? Why are you OK with old skull? Yeah. Why, why is old skull? Shut up. No, shut up. Stop being a faggot. Yep. Anyway. Uh, we are going to wrap this up. We're going to have a live uh, Nationalist Inquirer on Tuesday. Uh, this will be up tomorrow or Sunday as a podcast. It depends on uh, tomorrow is Sunday. <laughs> this will be up tomorrow <laughs> sometime. Today uh, for me. Yeah, as a podcast. And also uh, I will upload the video as an MP4 to the Odyssey. We've been doing that with the Nationalist Inquirer too. Anything that has on uh, the video and stuff, we've been putting that up here. And because we got a donation for uh, a couple of library, whatever that, whatever that is, might as well spend it while we still, while it's still good. And I guess it costs like a penny's worth of library to post each one of your videos. So, thanks for whoever donated that. <laughs> but yeah, come check us out on Tuesday night. Um, we'll be we'll be here on Pills on Odyssey and on D Live. And. Uh... That's about it, yeah. Skull, thanks for hanging out. You wanna you wanna shill anything on the way out? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, all I have is my my channel, Old Skull Forty Eight <laughs> on Telegram. That's it. I have yeah. a fake uh, lurker Twitter that Devin Stack wouldn't respond to me on for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was so, funny. Uh, it was kind of like it wasn't it wasn't necessarily like micro niche e celeb battle, but it was like minor e yeah. celeb battle. Right, right there for a second, right? Because Devin and I both have about the same amount of subscribers on a lot of our stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. He probably he gets a lot more on his live stream, obviously. But we do a podcast; we don't necessarily do a live stream. Um, I mean, dude, I mean, people get mad. Oh, John, you bullshit! We we get thirty five thousand downloads a week now. We used to do we used to do twice that when we were on ZenCast. You've seen the, the numbers, Skull. We were doing some weeks. We did a hundred thousand downloads. Right. Yep. We lost ZenCast, and you lose. You always lose a huge amount of your rss people once you lose an rss and we're back and we have about half the subscribers that we had before you know um but that's still that's still not bad dude you know considering that we uh the stuff we talk about (laughs) you know yep exactly exactly yeah and i'm thankful for all you guys you know as uh listeners you know i'm trying to do release the scratch offs right here release the scratch in for the pilled guys, for you pilled listeners, the scratch offs are released. So go ahead and do the scratch offs for your gold pills. Jack, thank you. Jack, check it out, Jack. Make sure it works. I don't know. I clicked. I clicked the scratch off. It says it's been released. Thank you, Full Metal Alchemist. Really enjoyed the show tonight, guys. I will be back. Awesome. Yes. In the end, it said epic e celeb drama battle. That's not really drama. It's just it's a it's a debate over. Over uh, who whose model has the most holes in it, and whose model is most likely to be true. 
We don't necessarily have a model. That's our problem. That is a problem, actually, for this whole debate thing, because if we had a model, we'd be already having the debate. But the problem is, is there can't be a model because you can only observe what you can observe. We, we don't have a model, but they don't have a model either. That's the thing. So yeah, their, model model. Is, their model is no model. science. It's not their model. It's science's model. You know? Yeah. And it's wrong. It's very, very, very wrong. So, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what else to tell you about it. That's it. We, we don't have to have a model for their model to be very wrong. Right. So right. That, and that's the that's the way that they're doing like this try, attempted judo move. It's just like, you don't have a model, so I don't have to defend my model. It's like, no, your model's wrong, too. Okay? Right. Your model's probably more wrong. Like, if I was forced to come up with a model, your model's definitely more wrong. Right. So, so. Yeah. And we have specific examples of why your model's wrong that we went over in uh, great detail tonight so mm -hmm. but of course that's why they don't want to engage because then they would have to actually engage with the material and not right. just straw man and logical fallacy and personal attack yep exactly which is which if you is had a great if you had a great like argument then you would use it um, and they don't they, they have no arguments you know it's almost like stefan molyneux yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks bro we're gonna get out of here uh thanks everybody for hanging out and we will see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs>